welcome to the telecast on Sunday the 4th of March 2012. <laughs> I'm glad you remembered all those numbers. This is starting to sound like a professional intro from me. Yeah. We are joined today by a uh, slightly different cast today. I think, is this fourth time? Is this the fourth time? Is this the only cast where we've had four members on it? No. No? One with well, Eddie, wasn't we it? had... Oh, that's true. Yeah, we've, when we the fourth, I think it's the first time we've done it with four actual guests in the same room. Well, we've had Naomi. We've done it over the internet. Oh, yes, of course she doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. It's normally I'd be the one saying that. <laughs> that's true, but she's not like a. She's in the background shouting things out. We gave us that over here. That happened. I did a whole section about Sonic. That happened. That was practically. That was like almost exactly this time last year. I was listening to that podcast last night. Well, How can you not remember that? She's talking about Sonic, <laughs> your favourite goddamn topic ever. I feel must I, I must reevaluate my life. It's that was also <laughs> the episode where we had to bleep something. <laughs> oh right, yes, I remember that. Anyway, right, to, to sort of clarify what's going on, we are Dan down uh, again because he joined me in London yesterday, and he has an awkward new living arrangement. Fuck you, Cambridge, and no car, and no car. So. Uh, Without telling him, we're going to go ahead and do an episode anyway. Ha ha. Again. Yeah, so I'm joined today by the wonderful Kippers. Aye. And his lovely lady, Jam Hello. Hello. Let's check this out. Feminine dress. It's good. It's going to happen. <laughs> what? Feminine dress? Interest. Oh, interest. I know. It's like yeah, we, we don't have, we've only had that like twice. We only had that time with Naomi, yeah. No, twice. There were two. Yeah, at least two. Well, she's shouted from across the room several times. Uh, yeah, and you've uh, informed her about her cooking on there several times. And we've had ho. <laughs> we have had ho. That, that, was the, that was the second official time. That's her name. <laughs> oh. I can see what you're laughing at. Give us ho. Give us you bastard. <laughs> so, yeah. Let's do the news! Yes. Who's I have, got news? I have news. <laughs> I have theoretical news anyway it's more like rumours well sort of rumours that in, at GDC next week EA is going to announce SimCity 5 oh, I did hear that as well yeah. holy fuck it's probably not going to be as good as I hope it would be because <laughs> goddamn EA well what are the chances of it being SimCity 4 with all the DLC stuff taken out <laughs> No, they did that like traffic thing. Yeah, they? but that wasn't well. A, that wasn't DLC at the time. That was a disc, like a whole other disc, hmm. a proper expansion. I suppose. Yeah, an actual DLC. expansion. Yeah, they can't possibly. Well, it's like what can you DLC? The only thing, logic, the only thing that makes sense for DLC because I guess they have done technically done SimCity DLC before, apart from it was free. Hmm. Was like additional landmark buildings was what they did for four and three. I guess. <laughs> And no one's going to buy those. <laughs> additional crazy superpowers. Well, it, it, do you reckon they're going to just be uh, ultra evil and sort of like rip out really important layers? Like they'll forget about the underground piping stuff. Well, it does. It, it's just the immediate, the immediate worry is that they're just going to make, try and make it like too simple. Because hmm. that's just seems to and be what happens every goddamn time. And how many hooks into The Sims are we going to see? <laughs> Well, they tried that before and it was shit. <laughs> it was like, oh, look, you can move, you take a sim from the sims and move him into a specific house in your city. Wow. Totally pointless. <laughs> you can occasionally look it up. What's he done? Oh, he's died. Yeah, he's moved <laughs> out. He moved he's out. left. <laughs> he didn't like your shit. He didn't like shit, didn't. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. 
Well, it's interesting. It's been a while since there's been a good SimCity well, game. It's been like you know, 10 goddamn years yeah, or something. Because SimCity 4 wasn't bad. Well, SimCity 4 was pretty awesome. It was quite easy for SimCity. Not really. It felt easier than the previous ones. Well, compared, I mean, I to, could, compared to 3,000, yeah. I mean, I mean, Because <laughs> 3,000 was fucking ridiculous. Even I could manage it. I think that the watermark for which I go on this is, is whether or not I can play it or not. And that was the first one I could actually play in with some success. Yeah, sort of. But so, you never got... That's probably the easiest one. I don't think that you ever got to the point where, for some reason, it always goes wrong for me. It's like, I, I could make cities up to a certain point, but then it's it just like, for some reason, people just won't move in, or, <laughs> or random areas start getting abandoned, and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Especially because my cities are always perfectly symmetrical, so it's like, not like this area is any different from this area, it's just that they don't want to live here for some reason. I suppose that's kind of the problem that all the Sim cities have had, haven't they? They haven't really ever sort of, like, been... surfaced their information very well. No, it's always sort of been, that bar is higher than that bar. <laughs> Oh, and like, and so what if all the bars go into the shit? <laughs> yeah. like, what are you guys discussing on air? Yeah. Hmm? They're having a side topic. Oh, it's snowing a little bit. Is it? Yeah, it is snowing. Apparently it's meant to snow tonight. Just go have a look at the snow! It's not, it's a bit windy. <laughs> oh, like rain to me. <laughs> no, no, it, I see. It, it is wow. it, it looks like slow rain. <laughs> <laughs> it's rain in a time dilation field. Yeah. So the Simpsons 5... The stupid thing is, it's like, it's some German magazine or something that everyone's pulling this from. And for some reason, everyone's like, look at these screenshots of Simpsons 5. Well, it's clearly concept art. <laughs> it's like, how are you... Why is everyone calling these screenshots? These are not screenshots. <laughs> Just because they've drawn a landscape and then drawn a grid on it to make it look like it's made, <laughs> got a, like a grid layer on it. Just because it's on the internet and has been put on a screen does not make it a screenshot. Yeah, so hopefully... Bob's <laughs> educational corner. Hopefully GDC will actually tell us some shit about it. Will Wright's not meant to be at Maxis any longer, so that's probably going to cock everything up for a start. And it'll be EA Presents yeah. Sim City, the movie... Yeah, the game. So they better not <laughs> fuck it up too much. It'd be nice to have a new Sim City anyway. If they just remade four. I wouldn't really care, but I'd like it to be better. <laughs> True, but this is EA we're talking about. Yeah, so they're like, Masters. and it'll be on Origin and some shit. So no, fuck Origin. But it's actually meant to have multiplayer supposedly from this article. <coughs> Where multiplayer means like like how you used to try and do a Sim City Four, where the you could send thing. each other yeah. your like your save files for the regions. Only this time it's meant to actually work <laughs> and be sort of real time. It could be interesting, but I always want, like got confused about how much the neighbouring city thing came into play. Was... Well, the answer was way too much because <laughs> it's like all you had to do was build a city city next to your main city, and it made if you, when you started the new city, it just made it incredibly easy because millions of people would suddenly arrive. Yeah, and it would grow instantly. This would be baby town, and this would be living. <laughs> yeah, so like you make a lot, you just surround your main city with a whole shit ton of crappy cities, but mm. it doesn't matter because they give your main city so much shit. We did used to try the retarded tactics, didn't we, of having like an entire city zone purely for residential and then having an entirely industrial region. Yeah. To that see if that sort of works. Sort of. But again... It, it didn't quite realise the difference those, between regions. It, it was because those... The join... The, like... The link between regions was not really... It didn't actually... Base it on the city. Yeah, it didn't really base it on actual numbers. It was like, yes, it was only giving you industrial demand if you were next to an only industrial city, but it wasn't giving you a proportional amount. It was just like, here's some amount of demand. (laughs) 
And also the creatones were fucked. I did an actual experiment at one point because I was like, why is this not working as well as it should? And it's like, even if the, even though the cities are literally next to each other, like you, you've got them in exactly the same region. And even if the road is only effectively one square apart across that region boundary, it still increases commute times by like an hour or something. <laughs> so it fucks up the transport. So they, yeah, they were never directly linked. It was always. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, stuff you fix EA if you are working on Five. <laughs> While we're on the subject of EA, we we can't not talk about the game and game station <laughs> shit that's been happening this week. Well, yeah. Unlucky all you Mass Effect 3 pre-order people who have been pre-ordering with Game Network and Game Station and anyone else affiliated with that lot, because you're not getting it. I would have done, but then I didn't. <laughs> you never survived. <laughs> where's like games where I where I there's I, a voice in the back of your head telling you, yeah, evil, this isn't gonna work. <laughs> game would have been where I pre-ordered it, but I don't care enough about Mass Effect Three, so because <laughs> it's like that game is where I pre-ordered Battlefield. Because mm. in my stance of God damn it, I, if I'm going to have Origin, I'm going to not give EA as much cash as possible, so I'm going to buy it out of a physical store and make them pay. This is true. For making a disc <laughs> to reduce the cut in profit. <laughs> And it also worked out cheaper because the origin price was higher than the game price. Yeah, and it was physical warfare version bitches. Yeah, that's also until true. they introduced <laughs> that. Yeah, until they just got rid of that well. idea. Uh, idiots. But yeah, I know what you mean. It's it's like it's a bit unlucky, I think, for those people that actually, especially those that ordered the collector's edition and things like that. You know, that actually wanted to get the hardcore. Yeah, you're fine. Have an aniseed ball if you want an aniseed ball, Kippers. You're not talking at the moment, anyway. Regarding the Plex edition thing, (laughs) Mass Effect Three, they put them all over to Play.com and stuff, didn't they? Oh, did they? They tried. Yeah, they've been trying to fulfil the orders with other places, basically. Yeah. So if you didn't get, if you ordered it from Game and that, they just moved them over to Play and that, that you could order from there. In fairness, there is a certain amount of EA are evil, but they're not actually the main bad guys of this story. But it wasn't EA's fault. They no. just didn't have any money to buy the game from the EA. It was weirder than that. There was something to do with like how game and their distributors or something were working on sort of like each distributor had a different agreement. So game tried to sort of unify a few of the agreements to sort of say, right, you guys need to do this, this, and this. And EA turned around and said, no. <laughs> and then probably pulled all their shipping. Um, um, well, I also heard that it affects a few other games, like for instance, Mario Party Nine. Apparently, is not going to be shipped by Game and Game Station because of a disagreement with Nintendo for the same reason. I heard it was because Game was running out of money, so they could basically afford to make all these deals any longer. So they were having to. So basically, Game's probably going to close down shortly. Well, uh, yeah, possibly. <laughs> I reckon they'll sort of, like closing down sale. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. I but there won't be anything to buy because they couldn't afford to buy stock. <laughs> 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 I reckon GameStation will survive purely for the all that part of the business, purely for the second-hand market thing. Yeah, but what the fuck is the second-hand market nowadays, anyway? Everyone's still, putting online pretty codes big. and shit in their games. Yeah, but it's, the, the second-hand market's still pretty big, which is why like people are trying to come up with online pass and on shit like that. And um, GameStation is cheaper than Game, which makes no sense. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> the majority of time, the games are cheaper there than they are in Game. It's because it's, it's the tax if you want to avoid going into a slightly shittier shop. <laughs> <laughs> slightly grimier. Yeah. Dingy and with, with like, hardcore trance music play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want to go into a more like better shopping experience. You know, a traditional you want, shop. If you want to go into somewhere that used to be inside Devon's. If, if you want to if you want to go into a shop where people come up and ask, 
hi there, do you need help with that? As opposed to, <laughs> right, mate. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> or my box. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've bought anything. I'm trying to remember the last time I actually bought something from game other than Battlefield 3. Because, yeah, I bought. I did the same thing as you. I pre-ordered off game because that was the best deal going. And uh, I think before that, it's probably the orange box. So that's how little I shop at games. <laughs> I never buy anything from there. <laughs> Who buys games like that any longer? And I, you buy stuff off play, obviously. That's the, the other option. Yeah. Zavi's the, the cheapest one. Yeah, Zavi. Yeah. It's like we shouldn't be advertising companies, but Zavi, shit, yeah. <laughs> I get a lot of stuff from there. Oh, the Mega Mondays. I can't remember what else I Mega really bought from game. I think I bought my DS from, ga- from a game. Not the Ipswich one, though. That was in Loughborough. Loughborough? Yeah. <coughs> Beards and cobbles. That was when I retardedly didn't... When I retardedly... Well, it was partially my fault and partially the store clerk. But I went... It's like... I, t- I took the box, went up to the play, and then they forgot to switch it for an actual box, so I just <laughs> took the store box. <laughs> and then you I got noticed that it weighed nothing. Well, it's because it was a DS game. It does the cart oh, is tiny. The game. I thought you ordered a DS. No, it was the DS game. It was just it was a game box, and because DS games are tiny, I didn't realise until I got home. And I was like, wait a minute, this is the store box. Shit! Now I have to get on a bus and go all the way back to town. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> partially my fault, partially their fault. <laughs> well, it's still not as bad as my PC World story. Yeah. Well, that was all their fault. Yeah. Did, did you, were you guys listening to that episode? <laughs> or listening to Rob Taylor's story? This was a good one. This is when I was at my You first... already told this on the podcast. I know, but uh, very quickly. This is my. This is when I first was trying to buy a fitness game for Connect. So oh, I yeah, you have told me about this. Yeah. <laughs> that was great, that was. <laughs> you always pack the wrong bloody console version in a box marked the other one that yeah. like, it's like I don't have a Playstation I specifically bought the copy that says Xbox in really big letters on the front so you do have a Playstation I do have a Playstation but I don't... <laughs> <laughs> but, but they don't know that <laughs> I was like I bought a game I can't play the, the most confusing thing about that story was the fact that PC World apparently never stocked the Xbox version according to their system. So it's like, how the fuck have you got this? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. So, I, I know what you mean about stores. They are a bit unreliable these days. And, and they have been overpriced for a while. It's like, I, I think Game and GameStation especially have been fairly um, competitive with their console prices for a while. Yeah. Like the actual hardware. Not necessarily the games. But the the hardware has not been great. No, it's been hard to find a deal. And then again, I don't I don't rate play for that either anymore. When you look up their deals, it's like man, that, that's a rip off. Yeah, play is so expensive. Basically, yeah. but if you want to buy a console, go to As. <laughs> Actually, As the prices good, aren't yeah. bad. Even Morrison's prices aren't bad for a brand new console. Yeah, which is bizarre. Uh, well, no, it kind of makes sense because like consoles are, are kind of you know they're big. It's not like a game box, and like supermarkets already have warehouse space and shit for that kind of thing. Especially if you talk about maybe like Tesco, where they have their outlet branches, where they just I have, suppose, where yeah. they basically just have a warehouse that's I part of the store. Yeah, I suppose they can store that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas game has a cupboard. Yeah, basically. It, I'll look in the back. <laughs> Whatever's back there, not very much. Unless it's a, a cupboard to Narnia, they've got not much in I just imagined it for some reason, like being. So they go into the back, and for some reason there's there's shoe boxes. <laughs> you know, the, only, the only useful time anyone ever goes into the back is when you're buying shoes. shoes. <laughs> right, I see what you mean. <laughs> so I just imagined, like, no, we've got nothing but shoes back here. <laughs> 
it's in the back of every store, regardless of what the store actually sells. In the back, there's machines. <laughs> yes. I suppose, going back on point here, yeah. the, 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 the other Mass Effect 3 thing is, of course, it will be only playable on Origin. Yep. Of course. Bastards. Yeah, evil. But it's like, did the other, did the previous games have any sort of achievement system tied into them? I mean, did they run under games for Windows or Steam? Well, Mass Effect 1 should have done, but I don't think it did, because that was sort of before games with Windows Live actually yeah, worked. Yeah, because they've, they've always had their own internal way of presenting them. Yeah. But it's a... Uh... I don't think Mass Effect 2 did. And of course, Origin doesn't even have an achievement system. <laughs> well, so... no. I mean, I'm sure if, if there is a game on there that runs Game for Windows Live, it will work. I, I still want to see more games come out on games for Windows, damn it. Aren't they killing that off, I heard? Well, yeah, they might sort of, like, meld it into the... Sort of, like, like, it wouldn't be games for Windows anymore. I think they're going to bring the Xbox brand properly to yeah. Windows to try and unify it. Because they've done that on Windows Phone now. Mm. So you have Xbox on your phone for some reason. So I think they're just going to bring that to PC to see if that'll work with Windows Marketplace or whatever it will be. <laughs> In a vain attempt of unifying it all. Sucks. Yeah, I hate how Windows Live is unified as well. As much as I what like... the worst thing about Windows Live for my for me is when I plug in your Xbox <coughs> 360 controller, mm. Messenger pops up a window that says you have to install a c- game controller thing. Like fuck off, Messenger. Messenger. Really? <laughs> yeah, because it's still because it's part of the Windows Live thing. Oh, I suppose because you can get the MSN pad for it, and the PC knows how to use that. I guess. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't have thought that. I didn't know about that, but it's just like just because it's part of the live the whole overall live system now mm. messenger pops up this fucking window every time I plug in a 360 controller I mean maybe they'll get it right in Windows 8 because they've sort of got it right on Windows 7 other than the app prices because they're a bit fucking ridiculous actually Angry Birds on iPhone about 60p Angry Phones on Angry Birds on <laughs> Angry Phones <laughs> Angry Phones <laughs> Angry Phones on Birds <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get my, my own Microsoft Bird phone <laughs> tweet <laughs> Tweet. It's got it's got Twitter. Yeah. Angry Birds on Android free. Yeah, exactly. Well, that, that's and on Chrome. ridiculous, but you know, make it even worse. Angry, Angry, Angry Birds, Birds on Chrome. Windows Phone three ninety nine. Really? It's like <laughs> totally out of whack, which is probably the same as the PS Vita price and the PlayStation three price. But you know, it's still a bit of a jib. It's mm. like you're not helping yourself, Microsoft. I love your phone. Make you know, sort your prices out. Still not going to buy one because I'm, you know, oh, a- some an other, Apple man now. Some other <laughs> random news that I've heard that is not very, really very interesting to us. News! <laughs> Apparently Zynga is going to become decoupled from Facebook. They'll no longer be making games for Facebook. They'll be making games for their own website. Oh, I see. Interesting. <laughs> what, so they want to make a Zynga portal all their own? Yeah, something? basically. That's a risky strategy. <laughs> Pretty much. Although it might be interesting to see if, like, Facebook suddenly becomes, like, 50% deserted. <laughs> like, all the people who only use Facebook to play games <laughs> bugger off. <laughs> suddenly, millions upon millions of Farmville players are gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bringing their fucking cows with them. They can go, as far as I care. That's fine. I'm not, I'm not really much problem with that. Is a... <laughs> In fairness, Zynga already do, like, mobile games quite well. Yeah. You know, the, the With Friends series, you can't go wrong. And if they are going to continue to rip off other people, like Tiny Tower, then maybe it's not such a bad thing. I don't know. But... So what should be in Sin City? <laughs> what, Tiny Tower? <laughs> no, you just, just have Sim Tower inside Sim City. <laughs> oh man, that would be hardcore if you have to micromanage every fucking no, building. Not every, <laughs> it wouldn't be every building, it would be like a special building. Where it's like you can put down one specific <laughs> 
thing was I I went back into Minecraft and got around to reinstalling Buildcraft and and equivalent exchange the mods for it that do all the ridiculous pipe networks and shit. Tree farms. Yeah, and I'll build my tree farms and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, well, actually, I tried to install because there's a like an extended mod for Buildcraft that all that makes actual tree farms, the forestry mm. mod. But I couldn't get that to work. It just crashed. So I was like, oh well, I guess I'll just have to go back to my old side tree farms. <laughs> So I installed all that shit and I went back into playing it. And then literally that day, Minecraft 1.2 came out. <laughs> and I was like, God fucking damn it. All these mods are no longer going to, be, going to work with the new version. So I guess I'll just have to continue playing the old version. <laughs> so what is new in Minecraft 1.2? There's jungle biomes where you get bigger trees and like bushes all over the ground and like ocelots. Massive. Which is a new like animal. Ocelots. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, they start off as ocelots when they're wild, and then when you take them, they just just like kind of shrink and turn into an actual cat. <laughs> scare off creepers. Yeah, apparently. Which I just think he's asking for trouble because it's like cats that scare off creepers. Logically, in the minds of the Minecraft developers, probably it's like you put, you have your cat that follows you around when you're mining and shit, and then creepers can't sneak up on you and kill you. But what I see foresee happening is. Like, when you're building a giant castle or whatever, you just embed cats in the walls <laughs> to prevent <laughs> creepers from coming up and playing up with shit. You've got lots of cats in cages. Just yeah. Like... I see, like, cats being bricked up into, into like, wall cavities. <laughs> that is so mean. But then surely you'll just end up with creepers that sort of, like, spawn in the middle of the mine and sort of go, oh, fuck, where do I go? <laughs> That'd probably be useful. Yeah, you could, you could like, farm creepers. Well, you, it's, I mean, it's another way... You could fence out cats. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like, because it, the normal way, if you want to do, like, farming by dropping things off a cliff, you do it by just having water so that they spawn on a platform, fall into the water, and then the water sweeps them into a hole and then they fall and die. Mm. But if you want to do that with creepers, you can just put a load of cats around where they spawn and then they'll <laughs> automatically run into the middle. Although maybe they won't now because the AI's been updated. Ah. So creepers won't, well, most enemies won't just suicidally jump off cliffs any longer. No. Probably the water will still work because that's like a force that's pushing them. <laughs> But creepers can actually, like, navigate zigzagging, like, if you build a floating platform with zigzags, they can actually navigate it to get to you without just falling off. <laughs> Comedy. So, holy shit, danger. Danger, danger. And the height has been raised. Yeah. Not really sure. <laughs> I'm not sure what the demand for that was. I never built anything that high. No. I mean, it's I cool to build on top of, like, the highest mountain you can find, but not very convenient. For some... People do build ridiculously tall stuff. Yeah, ever, I mean, yeah. Obviously, people build huge things. You can have puppies now. Puppies! Yes, the wolves can, the wolves can breed. <laughs> puppies! I was, I was sad when it turned into an adult dog again because I just wanted a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> so can you get, like, age reversal cream or something? In the world there? Can you, like, mine well, that? The baby animals are fucking ugly. <laughs> <laughs> like, the baby <laughs> is really fucking annoying. <laughs> Cows are really annoying anyway because they're so goddamn loud. An excuse for Zach to have, make more moo impressions. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and I have like six cows that I've penned in because you can make animals. That was in one point one. You can make animals follow you by like holding wheat. Yeah. So I penned in these six cows and they keep somehow getting outside the fence because they just jiggle each other so they move. I've like, had cows they... for ages and they've never escaped once. So. It's just, I, I think it's just like I have too many in too small an area. Yeah, so they just eventually clip their way out of the fence. Yeah, they just bump <laughs> each other. And then when I walk further away, so like the chunk despawns and they go into memory, it like approximates their position. Oh, I see, and then yeah. when I reload, they appear outside the fence or whatever. <laughs> so occasionally I'll just see like, oh, one of my cows has got outside the fence again. God damn. I think I just, might just build another layer of fence. <laughs> just double fence <laughs> double it. Double fence it. <laughs> 
Either that, or you just get angry with them. It's like, right, you, right, you see that cow there? All you have ones, I hope you're watching this. Beef. <laughs> Don't do it again. Or just dig a hole. I expect them to fit me in a hole that way. Beef hole. <laughs> <laughs> but I was fucking around with the... The burger hole. They updated the equivalent exchange thing. <laughs> To, oh, and Billcraft to work with 1.2. Billcraft is basically the same because they haven't released the new version where you can make like microchips and shit for doing proper logic gates on your pipe network. But the equivalent exchange has changed quite a lot where you can do. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's very good. Interruption. <laughs> Suddenly, in every room. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can. The new equivalent exchange you have. They, the old alchemy system where you could transmute like things up a chain where it's like you can turn eight gold into one diamond or like eight stone into one iron or whatever go up a chain now it works on like a sort of a weird energy system where you get a transmutation table and each like block has an energy value associated to it so it's basically matter to energy or whatever mm-hmm. you shove shit into the table and it increases a counter and then each thing take when you want to create something it uses a certain amount of that energy resource. Oh, I see, so you could basically just put anything to anything. Yeah, you could just shove that. anything in. Although you have to like learn, <coughs> you basically just have to learn the recipes by getting one of that kind of thing. Mm. So you put that one into the table and it's like, okay, now you know how to make this. <laughs> okay. So I've messed around with that again. I haven't quite managed to connect it up to Buildcraft because now they've, it's, it's like, it's more... It's easier to do the transmutations, because the way I was doing it before was you had to have, like, a philosopher's stone, put it into an automated crafting table, and then it would, you'd pipe the pipe network through the crafting table. Mm. That was cheap, but you had to have a lot of it, because each individual recipe had to have its own crafting table and its own philosopher's stone, which is a pain in the ass. But now you've got this other, the other way to do it now is you just have this special kind of crate, where you put in a target item into the target square, and anything that goes in there gets converted into energy and then just makes those things come out of it. Okay. So that's much easier, so I can just have lots of things piping into one chest and do it that way. But that chest is a lot more expensive to make, so I haven't actually managed that part yet. And mm. I've got enough random crap dug out of the ground to make Because <laughs> you need, like, five diamonds per one of these chests or whatever. Mm, and I think I'd probably need four or five of them to do the whole chain. I suppose transmuting up to those is kind of tricky. Yeah. Because diamonds cost are a lot of energy. It's like it's like one brick of dirt is like one, obviously, because it's the <laughs> cheapest thing. And then like one diamond is like 8,192. <laughs> wow. So exactly 8k yeah. in binary terms. Oh yeah, it's, it is all binary, of course. <laughs> and like a log from a tree is like 32 or something. Which makes trees actually quite good for energy conversion. <laughs> Actually, all the plants give you quite a lot of energy compared to just dirt, which is kind of weird. I suppose maybe they planned it to work with tree farms? Yeah, maybe. But you can also fear... You can also, in the equivalent exchange, you can just get energy from nothing. Okay. You can make a special... Like, it's a special kind of furnace where if you just stick a torch above it, it uses light. And it just makes energy out of light. Mm-hmm. So you can just make matter out of light. But that's too cheap. I was like, fuck no, that That does sound kind of, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's against the whole point. I'm going to do this with Buildcraft and the equivalent exchange. So I'm going to have giant fucking quarries just digging giant holes in the ground and convert yeah. all that shitty rock into stuff. I've seen your quarries. They're kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a euphemism. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my gosh, you have lovely quarries. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like that makes sense. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure how you can use like sort of cavity in like some part of like your face or something. I've got a wonderful quarry in my face. Like, how does that sound? Like, nice. Like diamonds are coming out of your face. I've got a diamond coming out of my face. And that was Minecraft, and then I also played quite a lot of Dwarf Fortress. Apart from then, I spent a day where I did play Dwarf Fortress. I just programmed macros. <laughs> it was really dumb because I realised. He normally doesn't break save compatibility more than, like, once. Like, when he does... Like, this major update, he broke save compatibility, obviously. But then he's like, I'm not going to again until the next major update, whenever that'll be. So the bug fixers don't normally break save compatibility. But the thing is that normally when I play, I play up to the point where some little bug or annoyance has annoyed me sufficiently, and I'm like, well, well, damn, I'm just going to start over. Basically, next time there's a bug fix. So regardless of it not actually breaking Sacred Battlefield, I normally just start again anyway. And then I realised that I, because I have sort of a standard layout now for the fortresses, I was like, I'd probably save some time if I just make this a macro. But then making the macros took a very long time. <laughs> I was like, wait, I've just spent an entire day writing macros to make... Well, I guess this will probably save me time eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's one of those things. That's a, that's a classic programming conundrum. It's like, I can even just do the work. Or I could write a program to do the work, which I could perhaps use again later. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even write them very well. It's like, in theory... Because there's already a... I could have just downloaded a program someone else had made mm. where you can basically... If you make a spreadsheet, then what character you have in a cell in the spreadsheet tells the program what to do for that. It's basically you turn a grid on a spreadsheet into the grid in the game. Hmm. But I was like, spreadsheets, what? <laughs> I'd rather just have it all running in auto hotkey. <laughs> so then I wrote my own auto hotkey script, except it's it's a literal transcript of the exact keys I have first. So it's like, okay, so you you set it up by putting the cursor where it wants to start, and then it, the, the auto hotkey is just like, okay, enter. Go down five, go across six, enter. Go up two, enter. Go across two, enter. <laughs> just like, just this huge string of keys. I did put some, I did actually also write some slightly more complicated, like, using the auto hotkey UI element, so you can, when you, uh, you just hit the, you hit the key combo to launch the script, and it pops up a window that says, which one of these designs do you want to build? And then you put, input the number of the design that I put in the list, and then certain designs have options, like, do you want to build this to the left of the stairwell or the right of the stairwell? Are you sure you don't want to learn more programming, you know, for career purposes? Because <laughs> this is starting to sound a lot like it. But also, hockey is really simple, though. Like, popping up an input box is no effort at all. It just saves it to a variable. <laughs> just one variable. You think it's difficult in uh, programming land? Most of it is, like, messagebox.show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I made that auto-hockey script and then didn't play Dwarf Fortress after that. Yeah. <laughs> Although he has made a few more patches which are looking to fix some of the bugs that were annoying me. And his do- donation tally has suddenly shot up. <laughs> because he's active again. Well, yeah. It's like, December was, like... A good month compared to the other ones because it was the Christmas. Let's give him some money. December ween. Yeah. And he got like, there was like $5,000 in Christmas. And then January was back down to like $3,000 or whatever, which it had been for basically the rest of the last year. Mm. And then like, oh no, the new version came out. $12,000. <laughs> Sweet. So he's still making shit tons of money off it. Not bad. It's not bad. Commendable. <laughs> <laughs> so have you been playing some real games? Yeah. <laughs> Minecraft capital. <laughs> well, uh, the usual stuff, Team Fortress and Battlefield, but there have not much been different about them. No, not much is happening on either, either of those, really, of late. Is it? We're still waiting on the 
big TF, what the fuck is this new game mode announcement? Oh yeah, if it ever happens. Which hasn't happened for a while. Battlefield's been quite quiet since Karkin came out. Well, it's, the, it's like, I don't know if, what is what needs patching. Well, basically, the Thanos still needs nothing. <laughs> the Thanos is quite powerful, made. yeah. <laughs> Fucking Thanos. It's fucking awesome, but <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I agree. It's still, I think it's OP. And there's something else that someone I met, saw on Fred where people were bitching about. I can't remember what it was. This is, there was another gun of some kind that everyone was like, "Oh, this is so bad." I think people were still complaining about frag rounds on shotguns, really? even after they nerfed them. Hmm. Oh no, wait, it's the it's the it's the auto shotgun, the last one you get, the USAS. Hmm. That apparently that with frag rounds is a bit ridiculous. <laughs> But I haven't got that yet. I've got to be honest, I don't, I've never really used much shotgun, so... Well, I don't know. But, I mean, the USAS is obviously insane anyway. Like, fully automatic shotgun. That's bound to be ridiculous. But then with... I mean, the whole idea was they nerfed frag rounds for automatic shotguns. Which is why I switched back to the pump action shotgun for frag rounds. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, well, this still works. <laughs> this is still awesome. <laughs> it's just a little more tricky. I suck at Battlefield. I can't well, kill anyone. For starters, you have the Xbox version. Yeah. Which isn't the real version. <laughs> Clearly. Still fun, though. Yeah. yeah. Team Deathmatch is good. Boom. We occasionally get that, don't we, on certain servers where they sort of like go from, we go from like the big massive conquest games to all of a sudden squad deathmatch. It's like, what the fuck's going on, huh? This is like fight, like really close quarters, isn't it? I can't yeah. get my hang of the big battle ones. I just die all the time. And I can't get close to the actual it's battle. Like, it depends what you're doing. It does happen quite a lot. Where you, you know, some of the levels I used to like, like I'm not a big fan of Caspian Border anymore because I seem to my long range tactics no longer seem to work very well on that level. Hmm. It's like everyone seems to have wised up to the don't stand there, you'll get sniped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like I mean, you always used to snipe people off that hill point, and it's like not getting very many of those any longer. No, I used to just haul that shit up, <laughs> but. And, as, and, I, and my relief is usually jet fighters on that one, but <laughs> for some reason. But yeah, but the, but of late there seems to be a lot of kick-ass jet players yeah. being around. So it's like actually my sort of mediocre. I can just about fly a plane. And you don't have the, don't have the maximum unlock or whatever yet. No, I don't. The ECM instead of the flares. I know I don't have any of that, so I get a bit owned. And, and for some reason, soft lambs and javelins have become exceptionally common suddenly. Yeah, everyone's using <laughs> No one was using them for ages, and now suddenly you can't go fucking anywhere without getting laser locked. It's really bloody irritating, because I can't tell if I've got a proper weapon like locked on me, or, or just a soft lamb. Yeah. It's like, as you're flying around going, oh shit, shit, I must have flown over some AA or something. No, nothing's happening, it's fine. And then you get javelin. <laughs> javelin, yeah, by a fucking ground troop. It's like, oh... That's really weird. Although one the other night when I was playing, the team I was on was just getting horribly raped, and someone was like, "Why do we not have any soft lambs?" It's like, yes, why don't we have any soft lambs <laughs> <laughs> for a change? Apparently, you have to now, or you just get horribly destroyed. Mm. That's interesting because that's all changed really without much in the way of a balance tweak. Like people have just changed the well, they way did, they play. They did balance the soft lambs one time. What nerfed or improved? I don't know. I think they increased the range. <laughs> they did something. I think they increased the range. That would explain a lot. Well, yeah, but it took people. It seemed to take people a long time to realise that that was better. Also, they're really fucking difficult to hit. Yeah, I can't. It's so you can see it's like you're sniping, and you can see this fucking glowing red dot. <laughs> it's like it must be in the middle of that dot. 
But you can't fucking hit them. Or sometimes you hit it and it won't even die from one shot. It's like, oh, come on. (laughs) It's really hard. It's easier to hit someone at that distance than it is to hit a fucking completely stationary bit of metal. Yeah. uh, Yeah, that's that's strangely difficult. But yeah, anything else? Well, I was going to tell a story of from something that was really annoying me on my computer. Gather round, children. Zach <laughs> <laughs> has a tale that will be retold through the ages, from generation to generation. It was basically, I have my, I have my hard disk partition. <laughs> What's <laughs> that? <laughs> what are you looking at over there? It's like yeah. the dip, they're laughing at cat's reclining pose. <laughs> yeah. she's, got, she's just got one leg sticking out in the air. She's like distracted. Angelina Jolie. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But I have my hard disk partitioned, and I have uh, basically my Windows partition. Yes. And I made I I very carefully looked up on the internet like how large should I make this Windows Seven partition to make sure this works. Right. And it was like, well, Windows Seven should take up about fifteen gigs. So I was like, well, obviously make the partition thirty gigs (laughs) just to be on the safe side. So I did that, and that fucking partition won't stop getting full. And I'm like. I don't have anything on there. Stuff keeps going in there without... And the most annoying ones are the stuff that I can't stop from going. Because it's like, obviously you can move your libraries and shit off there, and so I did that immediately. But there's certain things that won't stop going... I mean, uh, NVIDIA drivers make a backup copy, and that's fair enough, I can just take them out. Yeah, yeah. But, like, Minecraft saves go in your user folder. So... See? Yeah, so that goes in the Windows drive. And the worst one I discovered was fucking Dirt, and well, Dirt 2 and Dirt 3, mm. store their replay files on your C drive, and they're fucking gigantic. I'd only played Dirt 3 for like three hours or something, and there was like three gigs of fucking replay data in there. Wait, they store replays? Yeah. But it never gives you the option to save a replay. No. <laughs> so so you, you should the... probably go there and look and see how gigantic your file is, because it's fucking ridiculous. That's That's mysterious. There's like, yeah, there's no way of actually replaying those replays. Because there's also, there's another folder in there that's labelled YouTube, which is presumably where it stores... For the dirt for a YouTube. Yeah, for where it stores the upload to YouTube files. But there's just replay data in there, and it was like, three goddamn gigs. (laughs) It was like, fuck you guys. (laughs) Another reason to hate dirt free. (laughs) (laughs) That is quite big, yeah. I wonder if I'm going to have to go and look at my dirt 2 file now, see how massive it is. Well, I don't think my Dirt 2 folder had virtually anything in it. I think Dirt 2 was better at clearing them up, maybe. maybe. <laughs> but Dirt 3 clearly wasn't. Still haven't played any more of that. No. So that was my Tales from my Hard Disk. Tales from the Hard Disk! <laughs> well, I guess that was all I did last week, really. I want to step in with my minor corrections column. Oh, yeah. It's like, this is... <laughs> that's that, the correction, that's correction noise. sound. This is that's the sound of someone going back in time and changing <laughs> what I said originally. <laughs> yeah, like that. That's better. He does that good. <laughs> he has a use. <laughs> um, yeah, um, Housemark Games, who I originally thought were an indie developer, um, who made Outland. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, I've never heard of these people before. When did we talk about this on the podcast? This is a few, this is a few weeks ago. But the thing is, they're not really an indie developer, as it turns out, because they're also responsible for like three Stardust games. Oh. Including Stardust HD and the Vita version and the PSP version. So Sony have been, like, tending to them. So no, I'm, I take it back. They're not really an indie developer. They're just a small developer that people like. Okay. <laughs> that probably should do some more high-profile titles. Because they're quite good. Correction done. 
Kibbers, what are you going to play? Yeah, let's do Kibbers Games. before he, like, rips his lip off. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been going a bit old school this week, I'm afraid. Really? You're afraid? Well, that's, yeah. why, that's what I do every week. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm afraid because there's no good new games. That is kind of annoying. Yeah, so I've been playing Left 4 Dead, the original. Woo! And it's still fun. Yeah. Man, that shit was awesome. So there's, there's something about nothing really sort of compared to actually playing. What the hell is that rattle? He's <laughs> jiggling the table. I'm going to sort that out so I can talk about yourselves. Continue. Oh, wait, it was my yeah, You were saying something. <laughs> carry on, Kevin. Just ignore what Rob had to say. I guess the DJ hero controller rattling. Um, no. <laughs> it must be the biscuit tin. <laughs> <laughs> Remove the biscuit tin. Commence jiggling of table. <laughs> Just clunk, clunk, clunk. Uh, it's right. reduced. It's reduced. It'll do. Reduced jiggling. Okay, continue. Um, left for dead. Yeah. Fuck, uh, <laughs> yeah. on Xbox was awesome. Well, two Xboxes. Oh, yeah, four players on two Xboxes. That was awesome back in the day. We used to do that quite a lot. Yeah. It, well, there's still people we did it like it. two or three times. We, but we it took it, quite a lot. Well, it was like well, weekly. It's like Shut up, givers. <laughs> <laughs> we did it a few times, but it inevitably turned into like four-hour sessions or whatever. Yeah. Because of how long shit takes. Let's do every campaign, yeah. bitches, and try it on expert mode. So anyway, people are still playing it. Yeah, which I found quite surprising because I thought everyone would have moved on to Left 4 Dead 2. Left 4 Dead 2 isn't as good. Well, we don't know about the Xbox port. That's true. Really? <laughs> Maybe it definitely isn't as good then. But uh, yeah, I, I have my doubts as to whether Left 4 Dead 2 would play well on console because of the controls. But What was different then? Well, you have more stuff to deal with, don't you? You're carrying more stuff in your inventory and there's... No. Don't you? I thought you had like an extra slot for like the, the jab things. Oh, because that replaced pills, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm wrong. You had more <laughs> options, but there was the same number of slots. Yeah, that's true. Like, you could, instead of having pistols, you could have melee weapons. Yeah. <laughs> really, you don't think it's as good? No. The characters are terrible. That was the main oh, problem. Oh, no, true. Yeah, the characters are <laughs> And I didn't really like the setting that much, either. I mean, they did more interesting things, like the rainstorm and all that shit. Yeah, and the more more split roots and things. And... Well, sort of. On occasion. <laughs> The only thing I the, the thing I sort of like the only thing I think actually got worse between the two games was that they ruined the suspense. Well, like, because it, because it became like oh my god, hordes are actually a really bad thing. Mm-hmm. We need to sort of get ourselves ready for this. To Left 4 Dead 2's hordes, hordes, hordes. Yeah, there's another horde. <laughs> hey, hey, you guys, you know that last horde you killed? Have another one. <laughs> like if you stand still for like two seconds, here's a horde. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It sort of ruined any of the sort of like slow, methodical, planned pace yeah. that the first game had. You didn't really have a plan. It's like fucking leg it, lads. <laughs> yeah. Ellis, have you got your hat? Good. Let's go. <laughs> I always find it funny, like, when people fall off a ledge on the first one. Like, they just walk in the dramatic music, like, dang, 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 dang. He just stepped over a ledge by accident. It's like, holy shit. This <laughs> <laughs> is quite bad. This is hilarious. And the thing is, I hang there for, like, hours yeah, if you don't get them. It's like, they, they, the recovery time period for people hanging off ledges is, like, forever. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, what's the point of the dramatic music? Because you could just literally saunter off if you wanted to. Hey. But it was nasty because it did count as a proper in-cap, didn't it? Yeah. So well, it didn't your fuck your health up. up as much, I don't think. I, I think it still right. put you in the dipping type of health. I don't think it did. For ledges. Mm. I always thought it did. I thought it was like a like a knockdown, so it had the same effect, pretty much. 
might not be. That'd be really convenient if it did, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember getting quite pissed off of it. Like, oh fuck! I just healed. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm on no health again. <laughs> Some of the achievements are ridiculous, though. Yeah, no, the achievos in that game are fucking harsh. Well, all the do do shitty on like, do anything on expert mode. Yeah. <laughs> that was immediately impossible. That, that, that is properly difficult. We tried for hours, didn't we? Yeah, we got right to the end yeah. of No Mercy, but then that rooftop face-off is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, that's one of the harder face-offs, isn't it? That one, I think. Mm, well, it well, had on, more on medium mode. It's nice and easy because no one really breaks into that little hut. That's true. And you can just but I think because the, the rooftop had like very well defined. You know, edges and places enemies could move along. Whereas some of the other ones, like the farmhouse or whatever, it's just open. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't... I always thought that the, the the last campaign, the one in the fields and stuff, was probably the trickiest yeah. overall. Mm. Because it is quite open and not much... You know, especially when you're in that wheat field and they can be coming from fucking anywhere. <laughs> you can't see shit. No. <laughs> And it was always like, to a point where you sort of like, will learn that it's going to happen. If you take too many steps into this field, someone's going to disturb some crows, <laughs> and then shit's going to come out of the field. <laughs> so you just leg it, <laughs> or make one guy jump off and trigger it, and then everyone stands at the top of the cliff and shoots them. Yeah, shoots the horde, and then the horde dies down, which wouldn't happen in Left 4 Dead 2. No. Everyone then pegs it across the field to try and get to the other side before another lock comes. Yeah. It's like it did Left 4 Dead 2, it would be like, you done with that, are you? <laughs> well, fuck you guys. We've got a whole backup squad coming round the corner. <laughs> Which brings me to another thing that annoys me. Yeah. Well, first of all, there should be more co-op games like that that are based around co-op completely. Yeah. Yes. Co-op. <laughs> Cooperative co-op. Yeah. Not just like you need more guns co-op. Yeah, like, you know, like Syndicate, for example, that that's just got its multiplayer thing where it's kind of like you have four p- people on your team, the, the multiplayer yeah. side of it. But what, why don't people just make the whole game like that? So yeah. It'd be so much more awesome. Which if, is if why I like that. So well, the, the thing was, with, it's it's difficult to do a, co-op, a class-based co-op game like that because Syndicate goes kind of classy, doesn't it? Where it's mm, like sort each, of. Everyone, has, extent, everyone has a certain role, yeah. But with it's a bit tricky to do that in a proper co-op game if you then require several classes and you've got like limited groups of people. Because well, Left 4 Dead kind of works with any group size. Well, no one wants. Although four is always best because you can't trust those fucking computers. <laughs> yeah, but why make a class-based one and just make? <coughs> well, that is a class-based. Exactly, no. just make one that doesn't need classes. And but they don't want to do it because then you're alienating people who don't have friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you can play with random people online. That's yeah, how but that's I terrible. Want to do it. It's like, hey, community, why don't you make friends? <laughs> it does sound a little complicated. And also, if you're playing with random people online, that relies on like there being online servers and populations for a certain amount of time. If you make a co-op... If they made a co-op game that, like, somehow... If they made a co-op game that wasn't necessarily that popular and, like, didn't sell very well, they'd be fucked. (laughs) Because there just wouldn't be enough people playing it to populate the (coughs) servers for random people. And then you'd make no money. (laughs) It, It is a risky venture, I'll have to admit, and it needs a company with a lot of weight behind it. But even then... They've been known to go wrong. Yeah. Like the, the Army of Two can't really be overlooked because it's not supposed to be a particularly bad game, but it didn't sell at all, and so yeah, has fallen into that trap like badly in that it didn't have many players playing it. Even though, if it, even if it did try and mitigate the situation by only allowing two people mm. to be in a in a co-op team, yeah. it's a, but it didn't do anything gameplay-wise to make but, it interesting, though, did it? 
that was the problem with that. <laughs> well, that, that <laughs> it was, was a bad game. Yeah. Well, they, they had some mechanics, didn't they? Like they had some sort of like joint rage system where like if the players were like uh, on a joint kill streak really quickly, you know, so, so it didn't just like relate one one player's like performance. If the other one then sort of backed up when the other one was moving forward, for instance, and stuff like that, you'd build up sort of teamwork points that resulted in a kind of raw rage style like we're awesome mode. <laughs> And it's yeah. uh, so they did do things to try and encourage it, but I suppose the problem was with it that by the time it actually came out, a lot of games already had sort of like co-op mechanics that everyone had used, like the revive systems and things like that. And it's, yeah. it's like by the time it actually came out, it was kind of well, you haven't done that much. Have you? <laughs> it's not that innovative. 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 Yeah. More co-op games. I like, yeah, I, like co-op. I, I agree. Magica. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shit, shit, yeah. That's barely cop. Like killing each other. <laughs> Pretty much, but it's quite funny. But for console people. Cause yeah. Because I, I can't afford a PC. Well, Torchlight 2's coming. Indeed. Uh, yeah, I do agree with it. Well, and in theory, Ghost Recon is going to come. The new one's going to yeah, bring, bring the co op. People are suggesting that that's kind of stupid. I sort of always kind a bit of me always kind of liked Ghost Recon's co-op because it's fucking ridiculous. Don't get me wrong, it's hardcore, properly hardcore. I, I think I played one. It was the original Ghost Re- Recon, was it on PC or something? <laughs> yeah, the really old one. And we couldn't finish the first level. It was, it was really <laughs> it hard. It was just ridiculous. It was really really hard. But I kind of I, and I don't like it very much as a single player game. I have to say, I've never really liked the Ghost Recons as a single player game. But the co-op actually really good because there's a sort of like it requires all of your team members to be good and the concept of permadeath makes it terrifying it's like if you're you're out you are out yeah and it's like I'm not sure that works so well online if you know what I mean it's always worked well when you're all in the same room or when we were trying to do Graw on one console and you know that only had four co-op missions which was a travesty really because they were the the most fun I got out of the game and it's a I, you know, I do kind of like that. If they're bringing that back into the new one, then that's a good thing. But it does require us to be kind of committed to it, which you know we're not. <laughs> yeah. Getting getting all three getting all three of the normal cast members to actually sort of play any game together is pretty impossible. Well, it's only impossible because Dan hasn't had internet forever. <laughs> not that, and he's kind of the most fussy out of a lot of us. He doesn't even try things. That's sort of true. We can say that because he's not here. Yeah. <laughs> the classic. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> ha. <laughs> Another argument, yeah, is um, why have people stopped? It's not an making... argument; it's a point of view. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Why? Why have people stopped making local split screen an option on any Xbox game? Well, Call of Duty still does. Call of Duty is the only one that does it. Battlefield doesn't do it. Um, Halo does it. Halo does it, but they're, 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 these are. F- like reasonably like last year Borderlands 2 is going to do it Borderlands 1 I'm not sure if it did no no, I don't think Borderlands 1 did Um, but like the new Nexus game on Xbox Live doesn't do it Batman Arkham Batman Imposters or whatever it's called doesn't do it how are you supposed to pronounce that by the way is it Nexus well that's what I thought because I copied the guy everyone just calls it Nexus (laughs) it's it's Nexus according to developers it's like Nexus which I played that's something else I'll talk about because I played that cat is attacking your foot cat attacks foot that's what she does she licks gnomes feet and attacks mine (laughs) (laughs) that's that's, that's the balance of power in this house (laughs) 
Syndicate isn't split screen either, I don't think. So it's just like every new game they're bringing out have all got rid of split screen, which is irritating for me because me and obviously Jeremy, mm. like, we like to <laughs> play the game <laughs> in the same room. Yeah, in the same place. Which we can't do with most new games, which yeah. is why we don't buy them. Like, we, we, we quite enjoyed. Uh, Batman Imposters or whatever it's called. Oh Obviously. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotham, that, Gotham Pop. Yeah, that that was quite fun, <laughs> but no local split screens. So that means we can't play it really, mm. so we're not going to get it. Same as Nexus, it's quite fun, but there's no local split screen, so it we're is, not going to play problem. that. Although you know, Time Splitters Four is rumored to be in production again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, it has been for a very long time, yeah. in fairness. But you know, now that Crytek actually owned them and they were on a new project, it's rumored to be time splitters. So we might see the rebirth of split screen gaming. Well, it needs to happen because it's just getting annoying. It, yeah, I can't help but agree. There's nothing wrong with split screening this. I know the internet has kind of killed it in the sense that they, people think that it's not a requirement, but there is still. And the problem is with a lot of multiplayer games is they are designed for more than four people. So the inherent need for them to support good split screen seems to be reduced because it's like, well, you're going to need 16 people, therefore you need to play on Xbox Live, therefore you don't need Mm. to support it properly. But then even that logic is kind of flawed when back in the Halo 2 days, possibly the best online (laughs) multiplayer ever, motherfuckers, and you've (laughs) never done better, um, which supported all four people to be online on a console. Online! (laughs) It's like, you, you, this is how you do it right. And yeah. no one's really matched it. I, just don't I mean, get even why Halo Reach struggles with like adding more than two people into an online game. It doesn't like doing more than two people on the internet. It's, I'm not sure you can, even. You know, and yeah. you might be able to in like, multiplayer, but it just doesn't let you. And it's like, when it's like what, are you, what are you doing? You've done this before. And you mm. did it well before. You didn't turn your screensaver off. Well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Better make sure this recording is actually continuing. I did try. I probably just didn't hit the apply button. You're still good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that really irritates me because obviously we play a lot of games together. Uh-huh. That's basically the only time we play games like that, isn't it? And mm-hmm. um, because they're not including this option, we don't play a lot of these new games. Did Duke Nukem support split screen? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Because obviously everyone fucking loves we Duke never, Nukem. We never, the that is god awful, so. Is it? Okay. <laughs> it kind of made me laugh. It was funny, but yeah. god awful. Yeah. See, when I, when I, I still haven't got around to playing that, but I picked it up with the, uh, the, the first DLC pack, the sort of parody multiplayer modes. So mm. it'll be interesting to see what that's like. I'm still intrigued by the whole thing. It's got a level that rips off two fort, damn it, and makes it out of like cardboard in a studio. <laughs> Speaking of two fort, <laughs> I tried to play Team Fortress the other night. None of the servers that we usually play on had very many people in. I was just like, well, what the fuck? I, so I went and looked at the actual server list, and I was like, I've forgotten how to find good servers. <laughs> All these servers look shit. So then I was just like, on the same ones for so long. Yeah, so then I was just like, well, fuck it, I'll just hit the play now button. See what happens. See what happens. And it put me in a two-fault server. A 24 7 2-fault server. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, fuck this. Oh, my, my, one of the regular servers has got up to 16 people. I guess that's enough. <laughs> yeah. A lot, and I couldn't help but notice the number of people that have been complaining about free-to-play seems to have shot up again recently. I thought it was getting better for a while. The thing is, it's like the, with two, with team, two, with TF2. Team <laughs> with team to team team. Team to team team. I thought it would, it like, it, there was the initial, like, everyone bitching about free to play. Yeah. And, like, everyone was retarded 
for quite a while. But I thought it would sort of start tailing off again, where it's like, now now the long-term players are starting to stick around a bit longer and the skill levels start to go up again. But then I've had some nights where it's <laughs> complete retards again, so maybe they're not. I'm one of those retards. I suck at TF2. <laughs> you should just play it more. I yeah. can't do it at all. I'm awful, aren't I? We had a go the other night. A few people got a few headshots. Yeah, it's a heavy sniper. Yeah, I haven't had that's like... quite a hard place to start. I, I started. <laughs> I did scouting as well, and all... that's also quite hard. <laughs> yeah, be soldier. Seriously, soldier and pyro and medic are like the best places to start. All right, because I haven't unlocked anything either. Although pyro these days might be tricky because you kind of need the some of the unlocks. I think. Well, not ne- well maybe the extinguisher. <laughs> yeah. Although I don't know, this kid was stuck in his coat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Regular pyro could do okay. Yeah, I mean, you can still do fine as Pyro, but I, I, I started on Soldier and I found that the easiest to get used to the mechanics. Maybe. Because De- demo's hard to start with, really. Well, demo's fucking difficult. Yeah. But the trouble with Soldier is nowadays there's a lot more things that can fuck you up. Medic's the easiest by far, but it's also... <laughs> it's really boring. It's boring, yeah. <laughs> I think if you're playing Medic right, then it's not boring, but as a newbie, yeah, I can see why that would put people off. And you also actually sort of have to know what you're doing, really, yeah. to some extent. Like, when to deploy your charges and shit. You can go engineer, I suppose. That's yeah, but then if you have, if you only have the big sentries, that's quite difficult to pull off very well as well. If you could be engineer with the mini sentries, then that's... <laughs> do what the fuck ever you want. Yeah, no, I think engineers are relatively good playing around, but the problem with engineer is you need to play, play as engineer for a bit in order to discover where to put things in decent locations and things you start to learn a little bit about right put it here put it here but then of course when I'm playing I basically throw most of that out the window because it's like fuck it just put it down (laughs) (laughs) well sometimes you have to try and not put it where everyone expects it to be (laughs) exactly so it's like so it catches them off guard or or to stop your other engineer from building right, right next to, to you because they're idiots. Oh fuck it! That so much it's like I've already just built a nest here what the hell are you building here as well that's not very effective you get killed by the same fucking grenades (laughs) So yeah. Play more, seriously. I can't, I suck. I don't get it. You just suck at the difficult <laughs> classes. Don't play spy. <laughs> Whatever you fucking do, not God. play spy. Don't play spy unless you've got at least a hundred hours under your belt. <laughs> <laughs> or, le- or you might just naturally be good at it, I guess, but... Yeah, never know. Yeah, because you just sort of like randomly took to it. It's like, I've never played spy, let's try spy. Well, admittedly, you don't play spy properly. No, I play retarded spy. <laughs> Do you go crab and... No, I don't play spy crab. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen someone do, 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 do a spy crab. Do a spy crab. <laughs> I have since... I did see someone the other day who got the classic um, civilian pose going. They <laughs> yeah. managed to glitch it out again for the old civilian. It was a soldier though; it wasn't even a heavy. Oh, really? It wasn't civilian heavy. It was a civilian soldier. <laughs> Civilianing, in case you know. Whereas when they managed to glitch the animation, so they just stand like that, reference <laughs> pose, <laughs> and they, they just, just glide around. around. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's more like Jesus, there, guys. <laughs> well, no, because the TF2 reference pose isn't, isn't arms out straight; it's just arms down, isn't it? Oh yeah, they're sort of to the side like that. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly less ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Not proper Jesus. <laughs> so anyway, what else? Um, Nexus played that. What did you think? Because that's getting sort of like mixed opinions. Well, I'm kind of a bit 50-50 with it. Like the gameplay works really well in terms of like the speed and stuff because it's a fast game. The dynamic mutators sound cool. Yeah, they are cool. They're a lot of fun. But I have issues with the actual gameplay itself like for example you have regenerating health which oh, really? personally I don't feel should ever be a part of an arena 
arena a bit shooter. funny for an arena shooter, but it might work if it's slow enough. <laughs> when this is a game that's fast. Yeah, it's, it's quite fast-paced. And the other thing is um, the shield-like shards that you pick up. Mm. Um, you know, like in Unreal Tournament, where you got the armor shards? Yeah, they go... It's, it's basically like that, but there's hundreds of them on the level, and you have a meter that you build up. Mm. So, so you have just like, running along trails of the all yeah, the time or whatever. which is fine, but like if you spawn from dying, you don't have any shield at all. Oh, right, so getting back into the fight after it's dying It's quite difficult, tricky. yeah, because you, if someone's near you when you spawn, you just get instantly blown up because they'll have full, yeah. full shield or whatever. Because the majority of the time on an arena shooter, I suppose, it's fairly level playing field unless someone's been exactly. out for a while. Exactly, which is what I would have liked from it, like old school Quake and stuff where everyone's basically on the same apart from what weapon they've got. Well, didn't this start as a Quake 3 up, mod? It was Quake... Yeah, it must have been a Quake or Quake 2 it might have even started on. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. But I don't... It, it's a bit hit and miss for me. Sometimes it's fun, sometimes it just feels like you're just been being spawn camped. And... Did this get a PC release? Not or... yet, it will do though. Okay. Because I was not about to say, I'm not sure I, I, I like the idea. Well, the problem I have with most shooters that end up releasing as a console one is chances are it will fall into the Monday Night Combat update trap of being, hey, look, guys, we want to be the new TF2 in terms of online support and shit, and then they never do. <laughs> well, the so. thing about um, Nexus is they've developed it so they can make changes without it having to be updated. Without it just getting preset or whatever. Oh, neat. So, so like, if they want to add new mutators or whatever, they can do it without actually making a physical update. That's good, because there's only been a couple of games that support this so far, and Explosion Man being one of them. Mortal Kombat. Mortal yeah. Kombat! The on that is done without having to be updated, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, that, that's cool. So they can actually add a lot of stuff and change the balance of it as they go without having you to update it. That's cool. That so cool. it will probably improve over time, like with balancing and all that kind of stuff. Presumably they're just sort of all tracked in server-side variables, I guess, and stuff, and they just tell it, change the variables slightly. Plus. Yeah. So yeah, rather than having to update actual code. So it probably will get better. In that respect, but at the moment, I'm not really that. See, people were kind of like a lot of the major negative points were like actually like fairly uh, hard to describe, like aesthetic things, I suppose. Like, apparently, the the look is very derivative, like, Mm. they've gone a bit more neon y perhaps than like uh, Unreal Tournament usually was with it. Unreal Tournament's generally quite camp (laughs) in its design, but uh, they've gone very neon with a bit derivative on that front. But they also say that the weapons don't really feel right. That they're sort of like they seem to lack any kind of punch behind them. Yeah, they do. Which is unusual because most arena shooters make them feel insane, like boom, (laughs) you know, like overly powerful. And it doesn't. And then they do fuck all to your enemy. (laughs) The weapons don't feel right in the sense that, like, you start off with a shotgun, Mm. and the shotgun is really powerful. But then you pick up something like a rocket launcher and you shoot them like 10 times or whatever and it doesn't seem to kill them or whatever. It just doesn't seem right. Mm. Like you hit them with a, a mortar as well, which is another like grenade launcher basically. And you hit them that several times and it doesn't seem to do as much damage as you expect from a gun like that. Mm. So it just seems kind of odd, like the way they've balanced it. But balance is something they could improve. They can change that, of course, yeah, but I don't know how but that will. a risky will. strategy to buy into it and then go, but they could change it. Yeah. You know they won't. <laughs> So I don't know, I'm a bit... Yeah, well, the, and it seems thing... weird that it's not balanced, given that it's had, like... I think the, the original mod or something came out, like, six or seven years ago, from what I remember reading. Yeah. So, so it's I like, don't... they've had plenty of time to get this right. I don't know if it's not balanced as such, it's just I don't think it's my 
to my liking. Okay. Yeah. Were you just shit? <laughs> I was pretty shit because I've never played it before, obviously. Yeah, exactly. But... I mean, I get this problem with a lot of multiplayer games I try for the first time. It's like it's hard to tell whether it's crap or if I'm just playing like a monkey. It's... <laughs> the other thing I like my arena shooters to be is batshit mental. And it just <laughs> yeah. seemed like because the demo was restricted to three on three. I don't know if you can have more than that in the actual thing. I think I've seen four so. on four, but yeah. that's about it. And it seemed really sparse. Like the level, you could. I, I spent some like a minute or two on some occasions running around and not actually. Yeah, getting that, that was another complaint people, I've read. Which isn't my idea of fun for that kind of game. I like spawn. I'm in the action straight away kind of thing. Yeah, some of the you know, some of the best fun on like a, you know old school arena shooters is exactly like that. With and and when there isn't too much of a disadvantage of just being in the fight. That's when that's when arena shooters are at their best when you can literally just spawn into a fight and be right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there is Quake Arena on Xbox Live as well, mm. but I played the demo of that and I just that was just too much. <laughs> you know, yeah, they yeah. hadn't actually I'm adopted sure. it for the Xbox. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure the controls would really suit after years of playing Quake Three and Quake Live. It's like, yeah, I it, think if you were going to have the choice of do those, play Quake Live for fuck's sake, it's free. Yeah, <laughs> it's quite fun still, but. I still think there's a place for the arena shooter, but I just think people haven't got it right. No one's innovated since Quake 3, really. It's like Unreal Tournament 2004 was pretty good, but it's, it wasn't quite as And the things they solid did innovate, I didn't like. Yeah. Uh, I, no, I think the dynamic mutators are awesome, but it's like, that idea sounds amazing, how it just it's shifts the entire style of the fight like mid-game. But to be honest, in the, in, in the demo, a lot of the mutators aren't in it, so I can't really say. Yeah. But... It didn't seem to affect the game much, mm. but obviously that depends on what mutators are in there. I mean, there could could be different ones in the actual full game that do make a lot of difference, but yeah. from what I saw in the demo, it didn't really affect it that much. I think the problem as well with most with a lot of a lot of shooters like this that are designed for purely multiplayer will have the issue of well, are they going to keep updating it? Are the updates going to be free? And is the population going to stay with it or go back to COD? It's <laughs> That will... COD feels more like an arena shooter to me. I think in it some might. Respects. I think it, well, I think it might have more. I think Nexus might or Nexus may have more life on PC. To be honest, because it sounds like it. If if they've made it with PC in mind and they kind of do like a lot of shooters do and open it up to the community, so maps and stuff, custom maps start flying around. I mean, this is where PC shooters often have often have a massive advantage. This is where Monday Night Combat failed. This is where yeah. Monday Night Combat failed, failed, failed completely. Yeah, because they didn't support custom maps, or at least not in a decent way. Mm. You know, you couldn't just join a server that was running a custom map and it would download it and you could play it. It's like if Nexus does that on PC, I think they're onto a winner. You know what I mean? That would that would probably make it live for a bit. If you give it any kind of mod ability, mm. it will live. But I think they developed it primarily for console, didn't they? So it'd be more like the other way around. Yeah, it's supposed to be quite pretty though, you know, because it's, it it's based Pry on the Engine Crisis 3. Engine. Yeah. yeah, it does look good. You'll have to try it out yourself. Just download the demo for free. I should. <laughs> it's it's worth go. It, so I cast top tip. Try this now. <laughs> like as I said, when when I got into the groove where I was. Um, well, I'd killed a couple of people, or whatever, and I'd built my armor and stuff up. I could, mm. I was going. I actually got like on a ten or eleven kill streak or something. <laughs> and then as soon as I died, I was just dying and dying and dying, which is I don't know. It's just a bit hit and miss for me. I still think there is a kind of a weird backwards reward system. I think in like shooters in general, aren't they? Because it's kind of a bit of me doesn't both likes and hates the idea of if you're doing well, you should do better. 
kind of reward system that you get, like Call of Duty's like kill streak rewards. It's like, hey, awesome guy, why don't you do more awesome? <laughs> it's like that just sounds unfair to the rest of the players. It's like, and you know, the best games in any sort of shooter are the ones where they're tight. And it's like, mm. and these things like kill streaks and stuff kind of start to break that tightness to a degree. Don't get me wrong; it doesn't break it all the time. It just breaks it quite a lot of the time. Yeah, to be honest, like, I don't like falls into the same problem, and it's yeah. You just end up with one guy going on an Uber streak because he's managed to build up some insane power, or found the bacon. And it's <laughs> yeah, you don't get any kill streaks or anything like that, though. It's just it's just solely like the armor thing. It bugs me. Man, I'm just having I'm having a bit of a lament in my head now. So I kind of, you know, Monday Night Combat that should, that should have been so much better than it was. Well, they're releasing it's, a new one, aren't they? I know, but we think it's shit. Yeah, is it? That looks as risky like it's not going to be that great. I know that's like a, an early opinion, a very early opinion, but you know we've not played the game or something. But from what we've seen, it's not got my. Uh... It somehow cocked up the aesthetic. That's the, the, one of the main problems that I've seen. Well, the Camp American sports feel. Well, yeah, because it's not in sports stadiums anymore for a start. Hey-oh. They're on like these ancient ruins or some shit in one, one of the levels. Aww. It just doesn't fit. Where's the spunky cola? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or was it spunky? Yeah. Or splunk? No, spunky. Spunky. <laughs> And get... all the and all the ridiculous advertising and I couldn't get the hang of that one either. <laughs> Monday night combat. I, I think I think Monday night's harder to get into than TF. Yeah, probably. And I don't, and again, I think it plays a lot better on PC than it plays on Xbox. Having tried both, I think it's it's be- it's far better as a PC game than as Xbox. But I think I just prefer my shooters on PC now. <laughs> I probably would too, but I just can't afford to buy one. <laughs> <laughs> Give it time, young Padawan. And the PC shall reveal itself to you. Plus a new PC would mean rendering times on my videos that I make would be much less. Presumably. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I could do them in an hour rather than ten hours. <laughs> Expect double output from Magic the Gathering UK. Indeed. <laughs> hand model gets two jobs. <laughs> Double hand job. <laughs> Double hand job, yeah. <laughs> Definitely need that new PC. <laughs> Alright. Got any more? Uh, any more for any more? Uh, what else have I been playing? Torchlight. Torchlight, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Played that for about an hour. Oh, okay, not oh, that I thought we were going to tell us a bit more about it. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't really get much into it, but. What class are you playing this? Um, Warrior, <laughs> the fat one. <laughs> yeah, that's why I always normally play on those type of games. Warrior or Paladin type. Boring. Yeah, it is boring. It sucks. <laughs> so I played as the mage guy, and I went for it. Yeah, mage is okay. I think I still prefer the ranger overall though, out of the three. Range Rover. Ranger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so sounded like Range Rover. I only played as Range Rover. Paladin through. Going. One thing about that game, though, I'm not sure if it was the uh, if it was the first one to do it or not, but they had that pet thing where yeah. um, you could tell it to go sell your shit, yeah, which is awesome because a lot of games need that, like Skyrim, for example. I'd be yeah. slightly freaked out if I was that shopkeeper, though. If this like leopard thing sort of like climbs up on the counter and goes, "You want some of this?" Because <laughs> it's highly irritating when you're going around and your inventory gets full up, and you're like, "I'm stuck with all this shit now. I have to go all the way back to town, sell it all." Well, the trouble with that was that eventually in Torchlight, I started fucking that system up, where 
Because <laughs> the trouble with it is, you can send it back, down, back to town to sell shit, but say you want to like use the transmutation to make the gems for your, to fit in your weapon slots, you want to keep everything that's green or blue, because then you can transmute them into gems. All right. So what I'd do is, like, I'd start off in this layer of the dungeon, I'd be going through, and then, like, oh, no, my inventory's full. So it's like, okay, shove everything that's green into my inventory, shove everything that's white into the pet inventory, send the pet away. And then it'd be like, okay, the pet's come back, continue. And it's like, oh, no, my inventory's full again. Oh, no, it, there's too much stuff, so I can't even fit all the green stuff in my inventory any longer. So then it's like, drop all the green shit on the ground, <laughs> put all the white shit in the pet's inventory, send it back to town, just stand there for 30 seconds waiting for it to come back, then pick up all the green shit I've just dropped, and then tell the Eventually, both our inventories are full of green shit, and then it's time to portal back down. It's like I fucked up the system by going too far again. Yeah, yeah that's I, like... I tend not to go that extreme. It's just like, oh, I've got too much green stuff. Town time. Well, it is convenient that you can just town portal wherever. Yeah. To, to be honest, I didn't even know about the transmuting thing, so I'm just been selling everything. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. The gems are maybe slightly annoying. Gosh, I never really ended up using all the gems. I was like, I transmuted the fuck out. Well, I made, so I've I made... a stash of like really uber stuff that I never used. Yeah, I've... it's because. Well, up until one of the later patches, there wasn't really a way to get the gems back very easily, mm. which was the main problem. Because you're like, and the thing is, the like the gem transmutation tree is like so long, where you can like Massive. take two com- cracks and then combine them into a normal into a dull, and then combine the dull into the, the <laughs> like. You better, so you never feel like you want to use them because <laughs> it's like, oh, if I get another one, I can combine it, and make this even better. <laughs> yeah. You end up not using them because it's like just in case you get something like ridiculous. I end up using my shit ones like later on in the game. Well, I use like I use the ones like the like the fish scales you get from fishing mm. that give you that, that just give you a bonus to health regen because you can't you, you know you can't mutate them to be any better. So just jam them on. And I use quite a lot of the chaos gems because you can't transmute transmute them either. No. So it's just like two percent faster attack. Oh well, we just fill the slot. Yeah, I haven't bothered with any of that. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not, you, could that, not that <laughs> you don't. And you don't really get stuff with slots as much as I'd like. It's just something more. else to do in the menu. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I it's guess. not that fascinating. Yeah. So I know Diablo Three is introducing a system like that as well, isn't it? Where um, well, it did in the beta anyway. Where instead of having a pet, you just have a cauldron in your inventory, which is <laughs> <Just throws laughs> yeah, and it goes into the market and sells it for you, basically, which is Carrying awesome. A fucking cauldron. Though. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's Borderlands Two going to do? That's the important question. Because the Borderlands 1 infantry was fucked. Yeah, that was pretty awful. <laughs> you didn't have any space, and you couldn't keep anything ever, because you didn't have anywhere to store stuff until that DLC. Until that DLC, yeah. And now that, in some, you know, with Borderlands 2 theoretical, like, being able to make guns out of gun parts or whatever. At least there were plenty of, like, machines about, and you could just sell at machines. Well, yeah, the start of every zone, and you yeah. there was a machine. Sell, 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 sell. <laughs> Dump your shit off. <laughs> Keep your only your good weapons that you actually use. Yeah. So the problem is, though, it's like, like, Borderlands has so many cool guns. Yeah. That it's like, you, you don't, it's like, I've kept all the name ones, for instance, like, well, all of them. Not all of those are very cool. <laughs> no, not all of them are very cool, but they're different. From like everything else, most of the time. So it's like I keep a keep one, and it's like I want to be able to keep like an epic stash of all the funky stuff. Yeah, but the, the well the, with the Borderlands like named weapons or whatever, they were they were always at a set level anyway, so they mm. became they actually became outdated. I hope they just let you like in the game, like you know, bear, buy like ridiculous amounts of storage bay. They just you've got something to spend your money on because <laughs> it gets to the point where you just max out the money, don't you? And it's like, well, what the fuck am I going to do with this shit? And it counts past the max as well. Yeah. Like, every game has that problem where you get too much. 
money with nothing to do with it. Yep. Mainly because merchants never sell anything useful. No. <laughs> it's like, why not just make a merchant that has really that awesome actually, stuff? for some reason, has a mysteriously good item that you might want. Well, you, yeah. can sort of, you, can, you do sort of get that in Torchlight, I guess. Because some of them, there's like the gambling merchant where you yeah. can just buy random items and most of the time they'll probably be shit, but yeah, you yeah. never know. And then there's the other, um, it's the other thing you can spend cash on, oh, enchanting. Oh, where it's really? like, the more enchantments the item has on it, the more expensive it gets to enchant, but also actually, the more chance you get to accidentally disenchant. That is where most of my money went, actually, yeah. in that game, was on that. And that's well, quite dodgy, because it's like, oh, I fucked it up. Yeah, <laughs> it's really bad when you disenchant something that had awesome shit on it, you're like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and there's an achievement for, like, enchanting something 20 times. Yeah, so I, I still haven't got that. <laughs> no, I, didn't, I don't think I even got the 10. It was hard. That was, and it got really, it got so really expensive. expensive. Yeah, that was the thing to use money for and torchlight. Save it for a very, very, very long time, and then enchant the shit out of something. But don't forget to keep an eye for the enchantment fountains. Fuck yes, enchant. And every time you see one of them, it's like woo, free enchantments because that has a much le- much lower percentage chance to disenchant. Mm. Like half as much percentage. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I didn't really see those on my run. I saw like one. You didn't get to the right places. No, I saw like one of the entire. Well, it's random, game. of course, yeah, which yeah. doesn't help. Yeah. How far down did you say you were? Twenty-one. That's quite a long way that for is, an hour. That is quite a long <laughs> well, way. I don't know. I've been playing it like seven hours, but I played it for like an hour <laughs> before. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes more sense. You're going for it faster than I did. Really? I think it took me like 15, 16 hours to get You were to playing it. on lunch breaks though, so you couldn't concentrate on it so much. No, true, but I was still... Then, what else, there isn't anything else to do though, is there, than dive, dive into that. It's true. Yeah. In your health... I'm level 22 or something, character. I can't remember how deep it actually is. I think it's only like 31... 35, I think. Something 30 like something is the last yeah. boss. Yeah, so you're going through it faster. Where, than what like tile set are you in? Lava, I just got All to right, dwarves lava. and lava. Yeah. Does dwarves come before lava or after lava? I always get that wrong. It's on lava. No, that's goblins. Oh, goblins, yeah, that's it. Because there's actual <coughs> dwarven ruins. Uh, I haven't got to the dwarves. Okay, yet, dwar- dwarven ruins must come after lava. I always thought that was dumb. Where it's like, you come into this giant lava, you, you come from, like, <laughs> yeah. like jungle and caves, then you get the lava, and then under the lava somehow there's a dwarven ruin. <laughs> it's like, how does that work? How did they get there? <laughs> yeah. Why but, are they always dwarven ruins? Why, why are dwarves always the dead. ones dying out or dead? Yeah. <laughs> dwarves <Because>, suck. <laughs> because they, they, they always, in, their, in like fantasy worlds, dwarves always try and make like mechanical shit and yeah. then fantasy shit comes along and owns them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, if you're living in a fantasy world, do not embrace science. You will die. Yeah, basically. Embrace mysterious magical stuff. And then you can go on to the infinite dungeon. Sweet. After the end of Torchlight, which is really annoying because there's an achievement for like getting down to level 100. Apart from you go down to like level 30 in the game, which is where the boss is, and then you when that achievement is actually for an entirely separate dungeon, so you start mm. from one again. Yeah. It's like god fucking damn it! <laughs> yeah, I've got to do the first 30. You basically get to level 130, really. <laughs> yeah. Apart from that dungeon is balanced to your level, so it actually yeah. it starts difficult or whatever. Mm. It's not like you're doing level 1 to 30 yeah. again in the normal dungeon where you just walk through everything. I never bothered with many of the scroll things either because you get like the scroll dungeons. I did well. quite a lot of them until they started repeating. Mm. Like, as soon as I'd seen every layout, I was like, oh, <laughs> I guess I don't need to do these anymore. I don't really 
I, I never bought scrolls. I sort of used to, you started finding them, didn't you? At yeah, the start you just of the game. Them. But then I didn't really find any higher level ones as I went through. Well, they stop at like, like, like 25, to, 25 to question mark, aren't they? Mm. Where they just scale to your level after 25. Mm. But yeah, I rarely saw them like after. I never found them as drops and I didn't want to spend my money on buying them. <laughs> so it's a. Yeah. Touch Light was cool. When's Touch Light 2 do that? I think they said sometime really? this year okay still good for ages yeah that life cult yeah get into that shit <laughs> you won't play that though will you I might do <laughs> man enters dungeon kills things leaves dungeon <laughs> presumably that'll work on the same screen I mean it won't be split screen it'll be contained yeah. in the same screen presumably it might work like that yeah well, I, I mean, if they make it for a console, that's again, how I did you work. Then again, I bet the specs aren't that high on PC requirements, well, no. so you could just, you know, shitty laptop could run it. The other question is whether it will be as well as a how many co-op. Many laptops will it be are two, or will it be what? How many players? That's the question. Will it be two, two. player co-op, or will it be actually more? Yeah. Two. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm imagining it will be two, which will be suck. Which will suck. Should at least be free. Four. One of each class. Yeah. yeah. Or unless they're expanding the class. What was it in Diablo 2? Was that like three or four? Or was like, just two as well? I never played it. One million. Diablo 2 had weird online anyway. So. Yeah, it was, it was bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucked. It was funny though. Your cat is fucking your chair up. It's, it's alright, it's the carpet under the chair. Okay. <laughs> carpet which is not on your floor, we should mention. It's a, yeah, it's it's a little bitty bit of carpet. It's not edge. just your carpet. I need to get these some more little bits of carpet. They're quite useful for distracting the cat. <laughs> and putting under things. Yes. Anything else, Gibbons? Um, more Skyrim, obviously. Yeah. Whatever. Have you done anything actually interesting? Um, Do you no. have any hilarious Skyrim moments? Um, where have I got to? Is it Riften or something? Right, yeah. You have um, to go and find the old dude. Yeah, I've got this thing where I've got to speak to this dude, but I can't actually speak to him because he keeps giving me these stupid thief quests. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't speak to him about the main story because he keeps giving me these stupid, like, steal this ring. And oh, right, yeah. I, I know pocket. what you're talking Well, I don't think you actually have to talk to that specific guy to find out where you have to go. Right, I okay. think you can talk to, like, the bartender in the oh, inn right, yeah, or yeah. something and they'll also say... Or you could just go there. You can, yeah. if you can, if you can sort of intuit that the one place you have to go is into the sewers. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone does keep going. Go to the sewers. Don't yeah. go in the sewers. Just don't go in the sewers. No, that means you go to the sewers. <laughs> Naturally. And I've, uh, I'm just at the moment. I'm just kind of walking through it because I've got this Demora Lord bloke that I conjure <laughs> up, and he just owns everyone in like one hit. And You've it's got like, some <laughs> awesome conjuring power. I'm up to like 96 conjuring. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that makes sense. He's a massive conjurer. <laughs> I conjure my sword I conjure my Demora Lord it's just yeah yeah <laughs> that tends to be what happens in Skyrim if you over level on one skill it just becomes ludicrously powerful <laughs> like my archery or my make character or my or, the, or my sneak attack or my second yeah, character yeah. that sneak is insane <coughs> that's stupid sneak. <laughs> sneak attack is awesome <laughs> A bit dumb. <laughs> so bad. Dagger sneak attack specifically. <laughs> yeah, dead. Yes, basically. <laughs> dagger, 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 dagger. I can't remember what I, I, I did something else in Skyrim. Mainly because I made, did that update on the PC where they put in the high res texture pack and that didn't work very well on my computer for some reason. And I had those mods that I installed to try and fix some stuff, <coughs> but I can't remember. And I made another goddamn character. 
Because <laughs> I was like, right, this time I'm going to make a new character and I'm going to play this in the most generic way possible. Heavy are one-handed attack, magic in the elf hand. <laughs> Let's yeah. do this. I'm going to play this game how theoretically normal people play it. That's how I play it. <laughs> but I didn't get very far, so... <laughs> Well, it's because it's like, oh, here we go. Do those same goddamn things. Do that goddamn first barrow again. And then the first <laughs> dragon fight again. And then save enough money to buy the first house again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've done this shit so many times, not seeing anything new. So you're not a big fan of the replay on this, then, really? Well, because there is no reason to do it, really. Other than the class thing. Yeah, yeah. unless you want to experiment. And the, unless you think that somehow you might enjoy the game in a different way and you don't want to just sit there and grind skills forever. <laughs> I, did, I mean, I did go back to my main character for a while and did some stupid shit, like, maxed out. Did I max out enchanting, or did I just get quite high enchanting? Oh no, I was fucking around with making... I get quite high enchanting. So it's the fumes, man. I was fucking around with, with alchemy again to see if I could actually make some... actually try, try and make some decent potions instead of just shit potions. Because the thing is... Alchemy has this... Unlike... When you're levelling up blacksmithing... (laughs) The cat is doing a grand tour of our faces. (laughs) Like, when you level up blacksmithing, you just make a million iron daggers. Yeah. Because they they just give you all the same experience. Dagger, 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 dagger. But when you're doing alchemy, it levels up based on how expensive the potion is. Oh, I see. So you have to do good alchemy. Well, sort of. Except the, the price that potions have is only based on, like, like certain effects give it a higher price than others. So some effects give you almost no price increase. Like, like just generic damage health poison gives you virtually no price on the potion. But certain other ones do. Which basically means the best potions for levelling up in alchemy are shit. No, right. <laughs> it's like, you're, you're making a potion that combines, like, it gives you invisibility for some number of seconds, and it also gives you 100% less magic regen for some period of seconds. <laughs> it's like, they're basically completely useless, because they just fuck you up in some way. Because <laughs> they're not actually proper potions, they're potions combined with poisons. So can you, like, give them to other people? Though? Well, you just sell them to merchants for yeah. a shit ton of cash. <laughs> but unfortunately, because they're worth a shit ton of cash, you can't sell them to merchants, because merchants never yeah, have any fucking money. cash. Yeah. <laughs> you just end up with a huge pile of shitty potions. But then I went back and I was like, okay, now I'm going to try and make them actual, real, useful potions. And I discovered some fairly nice combos where it's like, I can make a potion where you drink it, you become invisible for 30 seconds, and you get like 100% health regen for 30 seconds. That's quite neat. So it's like the super escape potion. It's like, oh, fuck. But, and then I was like, wait, I can add another ingredient and make it so you become <coughs> invisible, you get health regen, and then for f- three minutes, for three minutes after you become visible again, you also get enhanced archery. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> So I was looking for awesome combos to actually use. It's quite a precise like thing for a potion to improve, isn't it? Really, it's like what archery. Yeah, it's like <laughs> won't improve how well you can throw or your know, general athleticism. No, just your archery. <laughs> one-handed weapons or your two-handed weapons, totally separate effects. <laughs> or somehow it'll improve your light armor using. <laughs> yeah, not your heavy armor using. Yeah, that is silly. It's classic. Silly. I can't think of... I can't remember what other stupid... I was trying to make decent poisons as well, because I used the poisons on my bow. But, <laughs> and of course, I still remember... I sort of realised very soon again, once I started playing my make out again, that it was almost totally irrelevant. Putting poisons on my bow is totally pointless, because my bows pretty much just kill everything in one shot anyway. <laughs> so just adding some more damage doesn't really matter. 
I don't need to sort of bleed out. No. <laughs> so yeah, Skyrim. Yep. Still Skyrim. Still Have got anything other than Skyrim, for the love of God, please? To talk um, about. <laughs> tube, tube, tube. I don't think I've made anything else. Tube, tube, Cod. Yeah. I still like playing more. Your game mode on Cod Black Ops. Yeah, that was always hilarious. Oh, that was great. <laughs> You've run it like 200 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, that was like what we did on Halo that one time. It is. Well. It's, it's kind of like the Challenge Dome in many, many ways. <laughs> so you get ridiculous amounts of care packages. You like you kill one person, you get two care packages. Multiplying. <laughs> <laughs> so this time, basically, there was one time that when you, Summit, I think, was the best level for it because we ended up just all the care packages just appeared in the middle of the level, like piling up into Summit. <laughs> And of course, people would go and run and try and grab them all, and then and then the loaded grenades would come in. And... <laughs> it was great, yeah. So you get care packages or two care packages on every kill. Often, one of them always being like an airdrop sand turret, as it turned out. Oh, I made it so the first one was always a sand turret because uh, you get rid people, of choppers. yeah, because people kept getting annoyed with the choppers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you got fuck tons of those. They're really, they're really weird, though, aren't they? Because it's like airdrop sand turret. Tell us where you want it, and you think you're just going to throw it, yeah, and the sand exactly, turret's yeah. going to drop down. But no, it doesn't. What happens is a crate drops with the sand in it, which you then pick up and put somewhere. <laughs> it's like. Just give me the sound. <laughs> it's like, don't add a crate into this other pile of crates. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he made it so the running was fast anyway. But then I, it took me a while to just because I forgot that you could sprint in COD for a while because I was, I was, because you're already going. So I was fast. Just moving so fast, I didn't need it. And then you push the button, you're like, <laughs> like you're in turbo mode. And the funniest thing is that you guys were diving all over the place, <laughs> which is actually a really shit combat tactic, I think, for the game because you end up diving so far you overshot my. Mind. And then people just shoot you in the back. Yeah, you die literally like halfway across like, the map. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're not careful, you can dive like off a ledge. Or yeah, you dive over a hill or something, you kill yourself. <laughs> I, I have hurt myself from diving, yeah. It's like, whoa. <laughs> it's bloody hilarious. Yeah, yeah, I need to play Modern Warfare 3 some more because I've kind of been ignoring that game and just playing Black Ops more because it's so much better. Yeah, but my my fears seem to be true that I thought Black Ops would just be better than Modern Warfare because I, I, I didn't get into Modern Warfare two at no, all, it's, like at all. It's different. Um, like Modern Warfare three is completely different, but I still prefer Black Ops. To be honest. Well, fun. I and and, and all the douchebags seem to have left <laughs> <laughs> to go play Modern Warfare three. Don't come back. Can't get out with that. <laughs> if, if the one they released this year is Black Ops 2 then I'll be right on that yeah <laughs> they shouldn't just not release one this year I think it's already been sort of like said that it's happening yeah. they just haven't said what it is no you're right okay. I, I am suffering from Modern Warfare or like Call of Duty fatigue Modern Warfare in space <laughs> Modern Warfare in space I mean Future Warfare could be interesting yeah it could well be Providing they actually make it actual future and not like near future, <laughs> like the, the other, like Gore or whatever. Yeah, go full on, make it like totally fucking. Yeah, like lasers and. Yeah, make it like Battlefield twenty one forty two. You know, that so even more so. Just yeah. make it like they'll probably just make it like Halo, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, probably, <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> that's the trouble. It's like once you start going a certain distance in the future, you stop being in the future and you start being sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, that is that is tricky, isn't it? But the thing is, is like I think a lot of sci-fi. The thing to remember about sci-fi is it would pretty much guaranteed 
not go like the sci-fi universe has depicted it. It's like not many sci-fi universes are really that plausible. People wouldn't replace like insta-kill guns with you know a sort of pansy-looking laser that takes time to travel <laughs> through the air and or you have to charge it up for ten minutes. Yeah, set phaser <laughs> to stun. Come on, bitch! <laughs> now, now I'm ready to shoot. It's like no, no, they just use guns, <laughs> actual blue flares instead of yellow ones. It's like a lot of sci-fi just wouldn't work the way that it's said. I was listen- I said I was listening to like last year's podcast that was approximately around this time. Yes, and on it we were discussing. Like, um, what should be the next, uh, like, what should be next Angry Birds? Oh, yeah. It's like, because the actual answer, apparently, is Angry Birds in space. (laughs) But we were like, Angry Birds and with water physics, and you go under the water and you have seahorses instead of pigs. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's like, well, not quite. (laughs) No, we were a bit wrong. The thing is, was like, our our solution made more sense than in space, because space makes no sense. Well, no, it means I can muscle the gravity. Yeah, but... Oh, <laughs> you know, they can have like orbiting like patterns, perhaps. Yeah, I bet they won't. No, no, probably not. It'll probably just be gravity. <laughs> yeah, it'll probably just be exactly the same only with a space background. <laughs> yeah, and pigs will be having in giant helmets or something. Yeah, well, they're probably not wearing Gold space pistols. helmets. They'll just be like surrounded in glass. <laughs> yeah, <It> makes perfect <laughs> sense. Have the balls. Yeah. But was the, the, there's a? Uh, I'm trying. I was trying to think the name of the like because there's this one prolific ripoff developer or something and they made it like a it wasn't like called Angry Birds or something it was was, (laughs) called something similar yeah it was called like Disgruntled Avians or something (laughs) (laughs) and this guy this developer has like made hundreds of rip off games and they're like all over the app store and Apple finally pulled the plug I think recently saying you can't do this anymore (laughs) you suck (laughs) it's like all Minecraft rip offs so no, there's 3. Loads of them. Oh yeah, there's fucking tons of them. Like, we, we talked <laughs> about these recently. Total Miner. Total Miner. What was it? The, the guy who made that actually went on record, I think, like either in the last two weeks or I think we may have talked about yeah. the cast before actually, but he went on the record saying, it's totally not a ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, mine's more about the creation, whereas Minecraft has like an adventure and things and you kill a dragon. It's like, not when your game came out, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> This, uh, yeah, what a douchebag. <laughs> Minecraft on 360. Yeah. Whenever that's going to happen. Oh, it's supposed to be soon, isn't it? I'm excited for that. Really? Yeah. Is, is it, but why? Because it will be like the PC version with shitter controls. Well, I guess, but I don't know. I just prefer console games. I don't, <laughs> I don't like playing on computers. I could put Minecraft all up in my telly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's true. There is a Kind of niceness to the Minecraft aesthetic, I suppose. Then again, it in HD would be cool. The only problem it's I have not is HD. the story <laughs> I have for the console version is how they're going to handle the updates because obviously they change a lot about the game. Well, and I, like, think they oh, need, I, I think they're in. almost done with updates at this point, though, aren't they? Really? I wonder if they'll tap into the sort of, as I say, the sort of little mini non-update update system yeah. that they now have. I don't know if they could for Minecraft, because when they do actually update, they normally add things, like legitimately different things. And also there's a very good question as to how it's going to be coded, because Minecraft is historically Java. Yeah. And <laughs> the Xbox is not a Java platform. And like, I bet it doesn't have any... You know, if it's a weird port where they've just wrapped a Java engine in a C-sharp XNA, whatever you want to call it, sort of... Uh, 
messed up system. This isn't going to be very helpful for updates, is it? It's like, I reckon it must have ported the whole thing. To... I don't think they're going to update it. I think, in fact, I, well, the main thing is I don't think it's going to be like Minecraft. No, I reckon it'll be quite different. I reckon it'll just be like creative mode and therefore won't ever need updating because creative mode is like... Once you have the tool set for creative mode. No, I don't reckon it will. I reckon it'll be the adventure mode because creative mode is pointless. (laughs) (laughs) No one would buy it. I don't know. Because on the Xbox, you can't share the stuff, so... Well, that depends. Unless unless they put in a server system. I reckon they'd have had to have put quite a bit of effort into getting that working, yeah. But yeah, you there were, no one had to have the adventure mode because people were complaining about it enough on the mobile version that it didn't have it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. But that won't necessarily stop them. I reckon it'll be fairly full featured, but I reckon you're right. I reckon it'll suffer from lack of updates. Well, considering that they announced it and then delayed it for so long, it's like maybe they realised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I reckon it was going to be the creation mode only, like it was on the mobile, and then they thought actually people are pissed <laughs> off about that. Yeah, maybe they realised. So does Jamie have anything she wants to talk about in terms of what you've been playing this past fortnight? What have you been playing? Whatever. Since you've never been on the podcast before. Yeah, you've got free reign. The only thing is, all the games you've talked about are the ones I've been playing already, so I haven't got anything different to say. (laughs) This kip has basically taken all the words right out of your mouth. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, at least she's not putting things in it. (laughs) (laughs) Not right now, (laughs) Say about the new Minecraft updates, but Burger pretty much covered them. So. Burger, <laughs> oh. but you have a different opinion at all? Or did I cover it? Well, I guess I only described what they were. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know. Some of them are quite useful, but some of them, like they've put the ability to put stairs upside down now, which apparently could be cool. But I don't see Wait, the what? point of it. That's a creative oh, thing, for like Escher. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's to make. It's because when you, because you. When you're making things out of blocks, obviously, mm-hmm. if you have, like, the block is, like, a jagged staircase or whatever, and then staircases were, like, half steps to make it look smooth, you know. Oh, I see. And you couldn't do that onto the underside of blocks. Yeah. So now uh, you can put them upside down to make it... And you can put half blocks on top of blocks, and half blocks on top yeah. of half blocks yeah, now. Yeah, so they, they float now. That, yeah. That's <laughs> essentially... Made, well, that's essentially making it so you can put half blocks on the underside of things as well, basically, yeah. is what that is. Not that half... So, like, if you try and put a cake on a half block, it won't float anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but there's all kinds of shit that floats if you put shit yeah. on top of half blocks or yeah. on top of cakes. That's always annoying. On top of most, like... What part of a floating cake would be annoying? <laughs> it, it just makes looks, the it just look looks messy. weird. <laughs> it's a floating cake. I, I discovered when I was when I was labeling my buildcraft creations that the build because the buildcraft pipes are small, like small, much smaller than a brick, and they're sort of in the middle of a square essentially, so they can jump yeah. out in all directions. Mm. Put a side face on top of that, and it was like, well, that side face now floating over there, <laughs> the traditional. <laughs> And the buildcraft uh, pipes are slightly annoying for walking on because you can walk on them, which is sort of convenient if you want to like get up into your pipe networks. But because they don't really count as a full block height, you can't mm. hold shift and not fall off them and stuff like that. Mm. The traditional problems with half bricks in Minecraft. There was a couple of things you didn't mention as well, like the I don't know if there was one point one or one point two, the zombies breaking down villages. Oh yeah, yeah they can they can break doors. Oh, can they? Yeah. And Apparently you need a lot of zombies. Doors, making doors like, not an invincible anymore. <laughs> yeah. But only for zombies, which are the least dangerous mob. And the Iron Golem. Yeah. 
You can make the equivalent of the snow golem, only you can actually do something. Yeah, <laughs> to protect the villages. <laughs> and they have babies. Yourself. And the villages have babies now. Yeah, I'm sure that's really annoying. Well, I just got a flashback to, do you remember, like, what was it called? Bumpkins and something. Yeah, Be- <laughs> Beast and awesome. Bumpkins. Beast and Bumpkins, yeah, when, like, every night there's a shag fest going on. <laughs> Cold tonight. Yeah. You reckon that on the podcast last year as well? <laughs> <laughs> or well, one of the other ones I was come, listening to recently. You've come full circle. It's, it's, that game is funny because the mushrooms are brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Just eat all the mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. <and> get trivy. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Fancy a bit of rough and tumble? Oh yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking sad, mate. Every goddamn night. As well, yeah. It was, it was weird. That was in the day, back in the days where for some reason there was a sudden rush of like PC strategy games. Right? It was like yeah. ripping off Warcraft 2, basically. <laughs> yeah. It was the plan. But that was more about management, wasn't it? Than... Kind of. Not as bad as Constructor. Not as bad. That as... was the super match. Wasn't <laughs> that was awesome, that game. Oh, that was about pure baby making. <laughs> yeah, more shagging than that. <laughs> and it was broken so you couldn't actually finish it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> although it was fucking even just the campaign missions were fucking difficult anyway because the AI was not retarded but it's like it was it did things exactly the right you know as fast as possible basically it didn't give you a chance mm. <laughs> bastards mm. <laughs> <laughs> right I'm just trying to remember what the vo- some of the voices in Constructor, but can't. I just remember they sounded a bit like... Eh. It was hippies. Yeah. And Chad's equivalents. Yeah. yeah. They, they were the baby makers. Yeah. <laughs> and posh people. I remember the tiny baby sprites. Yeah, so do I. Bounce stuff down. <laughs> quite shiny, for some reason. <laughs> Everything in that game, every person was yeah. quite shiny in that game. It was that classic 90s rendering technique where everything just looks shiny for some reason. Yeah. Polygons. It's like, look what we've no. done. We've made shiny shit. We still find that in games now from like the Unreal Engine. Everything's really shiny a lot of the time. I, I think they've got over the fact of people's faces being shiny. There aren't many shiny faces anymore. There's a lot of beard faces. <laughs> beards. <laughs> There's a lot of beards. <laughs> Gristle. But no one's done proper beards for ages. It was like Black and White 2 was the only beard game. Oh, then what about um, uh, Bearded Dom in Gears 3? Yeah, but that doesn't... That's hardly... That's like, or Dusty. That's shitty. Dizzy even. he got a proper beard. No, they're not. They're poopy poop. <laughs> poopy poop. <laughs> He's got Macaroff a proper in Black Ops. He's got... Oh, oh yeah. It's like, that, that was like one of the stupid touted features of Black and White 2 was like, hair technology! <laughs> Where it's like, it, like your creature has proper hair and the beard on the advisor is super hairy, but it doesn't fucking work on ADI, which is what I had at the time. <laughs> or was it NVIDIA? I can't remember if that was, was ADI time, game. Well, that was about the time though when hair was kind of a newfangled thing, wasn't it? Like, because they made a big deal of Star Fox Adventures having that hair tech that made Star Fox actually look sort of hairy. hairy. Yeah, even if it was just a weird sort of like texture duplication technique. Yeah. It kind of worked. But no one's done that for ages since. Because they can render hair properly most of the time now. Not really. Or just don't need to. Or the texture detail on the faces is high enough that they don't need to bother. <laughs> but it still looked bad a lot of the time. No one's bothered to innovate hair technology to actually make it look good in a, no, in a, in a like low load kind of way. I know Techno tried, didn't they, with their ribbon hair that yeah. totally looked awful. <laughs> hair is just generally tricky though. Yeah, obviously. 
It's like, and I think most developers sort of realise after a while, you know what? Fuck that shit. We're giving everyone a crew cut. <laughs> or a helmet. <laughs> or a helmet, yeah. Generic Space Marine. <laughs> Go. So I've been playing Rage. Yeah. Have I got time? Oh, I've got a bit of time. Yeah. We're doing alright. Rage. So after last week's discussion of, doesn't look that bad, does it? Getting stuck in doorways. <laughs> and getting my car stuck in doorways. And... Rick mouthing something. I'm hungry. Are you hungry, are you? Yeah. Okay. Food time for <laughs> I will stop everything. <laughs> yeah, thanks for joining us today. <laughs> stop everything. Rick's hungry and you don't want to see him when he gets hungry. Rage. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm like 10 hours into this now. And, yeah. I, and I reckon I'm only halfway through. This is actually quite a long game, which is surprising. Because... Uh, at first I thought, I was like, oh, I found the main town, this is where it's going to happen, and I, and I found myself doing most of the jobs there and clearing that off pretty quickly. And it's like, thankfully, and, and, and I've only just noticed when I've done some of the harder stuff in the town now that I haven't got the achievements for it, meaning I'm probably going to go somewhere else, and there's like a whole other half of the game left, and I've only got like half the mission achievements and stuff like that as well. So it's actually quite big. Uh, although it does pad its length it has to be said with like you do every major mission area twice (laughs) right like you do it once to sort of blow it the fuck up and then the second time to sort of get something that you supposedly miss (laughs) like see like you go to this bomb factory or something and you blow it the fuck up and then somehow it's mostly intact and you go back the second time and it's like Actually, they're working on an advanced version of what you like blew up last time. <laughs> Go back and get it. And it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> so there's a bit of area reuse, which is a bit annoying. Um, it's not too bad, because as I said before, most areas you go to, you face, like, the enemies change in each area. So every time you go somewhere new, it's like you're not facing the same guys again. You're facing, like, a different clan or a different squad. So it's like you only really see the English people once. <laughs> And you go somewhere else and you get like the suited guys and you go somewhere else and you get the mutant guys. and So it's kind of nice and varied in that respect. Mm. And I have to say, the, the animations on the mutants are pretty fucking aw- awesome. I know you said awful. <laughs> <laughs> but they are, they are quality because they come running towards you and they do this thing where I think it's like a combination of animation and like ragdolling. Where if you shoot them while they're running at you, they sort mm. of very... The, the way they fall over is completely believable. It's like it's not just some ragdoll plump on the floor. <laughs> it's like they sort of stumble around for a bit and then sort of fall over and then and end up in a ragdoll pile because of it. Mm. And that looks brilliant. I have to say, I played the demo of Rage on the Xbox and it, it runs at 60 frames per second. Like, I know, this and is it the, looks amazing. This is the thing I'm missing because obviously playing the PC version, I don't get the kind of technical impre- impressiveness of it, I don't think. It's like, but yeah, if it was to. If it looks as good as the PC version I'm playing on a console, that's an achievement. It has to be said. That is properly good. And in fairness, the texture issues that I have with it are probably slightly less on console because your console can get away with slightly less texture detail. I'm looking at you, Black Ops. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, it doesn't look too bad when the texture detail is not that hot on a it's like a 720 screen or something. When I'm playing full 1080, it's a bit of an issue. But it's uh... a party popper. <laughs> that is going to have to be bleeped out of this podcast because that was insanely loud Man, you're giving the editing process some work here what's that what's that big spike on there it's probably us laughing at some point that's what usually makes giant spikes in our recording <laughs> yeah it, it, no actually let, let's let's make this great it's normally Zach laughing that creates the spikes I love party poppers <laughs> <laughs> as my reaction was 
yeah. I think it's a shame that they went down the car route a little bit too much. Right. With, like, because in fairness, that's kind of the weakest aspect of the game. Because it was like Borderlands where the cars were shit. Yeah. It's like, in fairness, that's kind of the weakest aspect of the game. So it seems a bit strange that ID, or id, however you say it, have been a little bit too enthusiastic about it. I mean, they're quite cool, but it's made incredibly easy by the fact that as soon as you get to Wellspring, you can do all the um, racing missions. Right. Like... Admittedly, that's not all of them that are at the get in the game, but I pretty much did all of them in one go. So I did all of the racing missions and got myself a fucking ridiculously cool souped-up Caprino, which basically just wipes everything out without taking any damage. So it's like, well, I've kind of probably like done the gaming way of doing this section, but in natural fact, made it really, really easy. <laughs> so it's like all the vehicles have lost their punch for me, but it's kind. Of, thankfully, the gunplay is quality. It's like it's really good. All the weapons have proper you know, hard feel to them, something that ID has always been really good at. You know, the weapons feel good. It's like it's like a fairly like traditional set of weapons like your assault rifle, your shotgun, your pistol, your electro crossbow. Yeah. <laughs> Very traditional. <laughs> but it's but they they all feel quality and all feel me- meaty and they like even though you're having to use like the number keys really to sort of get the full use because there are times where it's like you get into a fight and it's like oh actually I haven't got that weapon on the quick switch and they'll just use the number key to get to it something like that and it's um, the PC version does like in theory that's better because you can do that on PC whereas on the Xbox if you find yourself in trouble you have to go to the pause menu mm-hmm. and then pick out the weapon you want put it assign it probably to a D-pad direction then go back in and then use the D-pad to get to it which would be a bit of a pain in the ass. I don't have to do that. I can just go, this is a perfect opportunity for a snipe, snipe button, go. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's effective because of that. I find myself not using the special re- weaponry quite so much. Like, you can get these RC bomb cars that are actually really cool. You sort of drive them around and go, hello guys, and they sort of go, what's that? Boom! In a casual fashion, and they all die spectacularly. <laughs> and it's, uh, I find myself not using them enough, really, because they're cool. The problem is, is that it has like this crafting system, so you find shit about, and then you sort of like build it up as you want, and you can build stuff at any time, just in the menu. Like, So I find myself hoarding all these ingredients until I find something I actually need to use it for. So it's like, oh look, there's a lock I can't grate through. Let's make a lock grinder, put it on door, problem <laughs> solved. So I end up not making all the cool stuff. Like, oh, I don't need to build an RC car here, really. I can just <laughs> shoot the fuckers. <laughs> it's like, a grenade will do just as well. <laughs> or I end up buying the stuff. So it's like, I could make wing sticks. No, but they only like a fiver each. I'll buy them. <laughs> and you get quite a bit of money as well. So it's, that's not really a problem. So is that just because they use the same ingredients for different things? So you're saving them for things that are like useful rather well, than just yeah, cool. Yeah, there, there are some cr- some crossovers. Like if I were to, you can make like electro bolts, for instance, or mind control darts was the thing that I just discovered, which I haven't used any of yet. And you can shoot them into like heavily armored guys, and they go mental. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I don't know. Maybe I can take actually take control of them would be cool, but uh, uh, I don't know how that works. Because I never bothered. I just fought my way through that section. Uh, but yeah, it's actually surprisingly good quite like it. I quite like it a lot. Although it looks like it may, all the sort of variation that I talked about between sections may sort of disappear because I'm starting to fight the authority and the authority are like the main bad guys and they're basically just guys in power suits. It's like, so I get the theory that they'll sort of take over the game and I won't have to fight like many bandits anymore because it's like, now you're in the resistance, you're fighting the authority. Hmm. Blah. It's like, so it might, it might go a bit shit from here in. <laughs> but I have nicked one of their assault rifles which is quite nice. I'm like, 
Maybe you can finish it. Maybe I can finish it, yeah. You've got time. I've got plenty of time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't mentioned that yet. Yeah, we don't need to mention No, we don't need to. So why did he bring it up? <laughs> you brought For it up. For the intrigue. I know. That was the whole point of that. <laughs> <laughs> it was irony, Kimmers. <laughs> anyway, shut the fuck up. Let's move on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Let's move on. Oh, wait, it's me that meant to be talking. Yeah. Oh, and I found the AI quite impressive as well. Like, the, the squad AI is pretty good. They'll, like, fall back as a team if you kill too, too many of your guys or you put up too much of a fight without finishing them off. After a while, they'll actually fall back, like, as a group. And it's like, that's kind of cool to see. And they start shouting it with fairly good, like, vocals over. And it's like, oh, my God, he's killing us all. Fall back, fall back, and things like that. And it's, it's like, it's believable, which is unusual, I think, for a lot of shooty games. Like, the con. Let's be honest, that has no AI. It's terrible. <laughs> Stand in one place, shoot at you through fog. <laughs> it's it's, it's god-awful. It's, it's kind of how it works. They do, like, COD just gets away with it by volume, I think, rather than actual smarts. This feels a lot like... I think, it, to me, it feels like the AI that the original Half-Life should have had, if you know what I mean. Because the way when the original Half-Life was like built up, it's like, oh, it's an amazing squad AI and stuff like that. And don't get me wrong, for the time it was good. I just imagined it because of all the hype being better than it was. And I think it, the animation of the squads might have had something to do with it. It was kind of clunky. It was like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas this is all very slick and very smooth and... The only, there are a few animations that look kind of dodgy. For instance, if you get them, if you shoot them enough, sometimes they'll fall over on their ass and kind of have a uh, moment where they try and lift their gun and fire a few shots off. And if you get a shot on them during that phase, there's a sort of weird delay between them getting hit and then actually dying. <laughs> so there, there, there are some flaws in the animation, which probably holds it off from greatness, I suppose. But as a straight shooter, solid, really solid. And wing sticks are fun. Just, you know, throw them at someone, their head falls off. It's <laughs> Entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta have something. And the shotgun is fucking awesome. You can run up to anyone and go, BAM! <laughs> I win! Not much in the way of gibbage, though. Which right. is unusual for an ID game. <laughs> it seems to this. this. I, I, it, you know, it feels like they perhaps should have made like a proper a multiplayer element to this. Because they've got the gunplay and the feel of it really quite right. And it's like, why didn't you bother making a proper multiplayer rather than car multiplayer? Mm. Which, to be honest, sound, I haven't tried, but it sounds like it's going to suck after doing all the races. It's like, it's not that great. Sure, you get rockets, but, you know... When has vehicle combat ever been that good? Apart from games specifically designed for it, I guess. Yeah. But you see, I've never been a massive fan of them even then. It's like, I didn't really get into Vigilante that much. Perhaps you should try the new Twisted Metal or whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah, that is supposed to be good. I never, I've never played any of the Twisted Metal series. Speaking of new games that someone might want to try, what about new SSX? I, I downloaded that the demo. That actually looks quite good. Mm. I downloaded the demo, but I didn't play it, did I? Mm. I deleted it without playing it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so why did that you do that? Because I've never even a fan of snowboarding games anyway. Oh, but, but we used to play Cold Borders 3. Like, yeah, but that was like... Years ago, and that's the only one I've ever played that was good. But I'll be honest, I have to admit, and since then, there's not really been much that's caught my eye. I mean, I did play through Amp 3, but only because that was kind of retarded, and it was like snowboarding on drugs. <laughs> it was, it didn't really have much of a 
basis in any kind of reality, especially when you get to the step when you're grinding down pipes filled with snow sharks. That was amazing. That was the probably, probably one of the funniest moments in recent video game history, just having snow sharks that literally went. <laughs> 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 it was probably quality. Shit is part of the game, probably in terms of gameplay, but fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> But this actually looks really good. They seem to have gone back to the sort of essence of snowboarding. Well, you know, it's like the original Tony Hawk's games, I think, where they've gone back to the sort of the feel of the how everything handles. Do you know what I mean? The original Tony Hawk's were great for that, and then they got a bit mental with the gimmicks as games went on, and it's and it lost some of its way. And that was what Skate tried to capitalize on. It's like Tony Hawk's, you've gone fucked up. We're going to come back and. Sort of go go back on reality and perhaps went a bit too far on the real front, but they made money from it, you know. Well, so I think SSX is trying to do that. They're trying to sort of. It's not very much real about SSX. Right? <laughs> no, but I think they're trying to go back towards just the feel of the core controls is the game. Yeah, and it's like uh, I I'm actually quite intrigued by that because a mm. lot of the reviewers are going, you know what, might not be the best SSX they've ever made, but they've gone back to what is a fantastic feeling. And it's like, that's a rare thing in video games. It I might be good, days. but it doesn't really interest me, is the problem. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think that would be my problem with it, is that I'm not sure I'd be committed to a game like that, if you know what I mean. Because these games require dedication to learn the controls. It's like a fighting game. I'm not sure it does, really. Well, if, if it's done right, then the finesse of getting the controls right is the and, and combined with exploration, don't get me wrong, you have to experiment with your roots quite a lot, I think, if these games are done right. Yeah. Um, there's a certain amount of yeah I'm not sure I'd be dedicated enough to do the exploration I'm quite a lazy gamer these days I think if I was like 10 years ago when I started playing this I'm the laziest game of all nowadays <laughs> <laughs> I think if it was 10 years ago when I got when I had the ability to get more into an individual game and really delve in and like rip it apart then it would it would uh, appeal to me more you know back in the days where I used to like spend hours customising vehicles on F-Zero because that game was amazing <laughs> <laughs> I don't think for what I well I don't I don't know because it's, all I've seen is the video and not like how it's actually played but for the looks of SSX it's like you go off a ramp and then you just mash buttons and your guy just pass <laughs> out and then you land it doesn't look like Tony Hawk's where there's actually maybe some I mean it's like they did say it's like oh you can if you push the button and this direction then you grab with both hands on this side it's like does that really matter? You're just spinning crazily. <laughs> well, from the reviews I've read, there's a certain finesse to using the right tricks and the right jumps at the right time, depending on the event you're playing. So if you go like on a crazy trick jump, for instance, there's no like, and you're doing a speed event, that's actually probably going to hurt you. Yeah, but that's because not really... Because like if you do a trick, you know, in most games, if you do like a ridiculous trick jump, you'll probably end up with something like boost. Well, you get boosted as a sex though. I know, but... For doing tricks. I know, but, you know, some, but apparently in this, it's like balanced quite nicely. So if you go over tricky, you're not going to win because you have to like... Stay on the ground and boost. Yeah, <laughs> stick, stick to your lines and find the right route. Yeah, but that's not really... That's not necessarily skill in controls at least I know but it's sort it's of it's not like you're learning anything you're learning the game mode more than how to play it maybe but it's a good way of mixing up what you know how you'd treat an area you know you don't like necessarily treat the same area the same way then because you'll have to go down and go right this time I'm not going to trick off that tree yeah because it's going to cost me quite a bit of time 
Uh, this time I'm just going to ride past it and perhaps go down this other, go off with this little nodule jump rather than a massive, enormous cliff jump or something, you know, because of the speed benefit. Yeah. You know, it'll add variations, and that sounds quite cool. Speaking of Tony Plus, Hawk, it's supposed to be massive. Speaking of Tony Hawk. They're releasing the, the HD, HD remix, yeah. yeah. Which is actually quite tempting, because I used to love Tony Hawk's too. That was like the best. But it's not going to have the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And the soundtrack was like one of the most awesome bits of that game. I don't really remember it. <laughs> I remember the sort of it had like Gorilla Radio and stuff oh, like yeah, that, I that. Was the theme tune and it had a, a number of awesome like en- did it have like Public Enemy and things like that on it or it had like old, a lot of old school rap anyway that's Blink 182 or something Didn't no it? I think it had Blink or was that I f- think that was later free yeah I always get that confused it had like 99 Red Balloons I think and things like did or, it? Jesus or at least, the band, at least the band that did that version of it that everyone likes oh right you mean uh, dope. Was, did they do the remix of No? They did, didn't they? I can't remember. <laughs> it's like my my. This, this is, this is ancient this history. Decade old rock music that I can't remember, even though I love. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, oh, it had um, uh, what's it? What's that called? Um, Papa Roach on it. Yeah, that was probably who I was thinking of. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was the, that was the big that and Gorilla Radio were the big sellers at the time, and so they had those on it. But yeah. Holy shit, that's going to be cool. <laughs> Just go on the old level of like F, F, port, or whatever it's called. <laughs> it's based on 1 and F. 2, isn't it? And not 3. Yeah, I think so. Which is awesome, because 2 is the only one I played, and it was awesome. Like, the um, school level was incredible. Oh, the school level. <laughs> that was quality. We have to grind off the bells. Yeah. <laughs> that, had an interesting, that system was kind of weird, though, wasn't it? If you think about it, going back to Tony Hawk's, because you, you could even... Those two-minute runs, basically, were what you got, wasn't it? And in that time, you either went for score or you went for exploration. Yeah. The two didn't really go hand-in-hand hand unless you found, like, a ridiculous route because well, of it's it. It's because they weren't meant to go hand-in-hand. Hand. No, but it was, it was just strange, wasn't it? Because you had to go, like, oh, I found this ridiculous gap, and then you spent all of your two minutes trying to get to it, pretty much. It was kind of frustrating, I suppose, in that respect, because if the time ran out, it's like, oh, fuck, I've got to get there again. Well, that was the, like, that was when it was, like, the missions to find all the gaps. Yeah. It's like, you had, there's this one gap where you have to do, like, three other tricks to get to where that gap is. Yeah. And you'd spend in, in several runs just trying to get that sequence right. To, to be honest, like, it didn't really matter, because when you found the gap, it, the name of it was usually enough reward. Yeah, cool, they were all hilarious. <laughs> Weak-ass California gap. Yeah. <laughs> that was <clearly> the best. <laughs> Although that was one of the easiest ones, because it? Like, it was a weak ass California game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one. It'll be looking good. On a sort of similar note, have you seen what they're doing in the new Trials game? No. They're going all Little Big Planet on our ass. Oh, yeah. Like, the crazy. The like, editor was already pretty fucked up for Trials like you see. Yeah, yeah but they're, 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 they're taking a real leaf out of LBP2 and making it so you can almost make completely different games out of it. <laughs> which sounds. <laughs> Mini <Mini-dumps>. belts. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a miniature belt. Yep. No, but that sounds great because Trials was in th- it was a great game that I never played. You know, a lot of people really love it, and it's like best. You, you'd like Xbox Trials, wouldn't you? I don't. But it's quite expensive. And well, like that mini toy bike game. Oh, play. it's basically that, oh, but awesome. Okay. When you say you're thinking of Elastomania, Elastomania. No, because there's a because Elastomania is basically where all these came from. There's an indie game on Xbox that. She plays is called Toy Bike or something. Toy based, Stunt Bike. Toy Stunt Bike, which is basically <laughs> the same as that. Excellent. More rip-offs. Yeah. <laughs> it's only 80 points compared to 800 points of whatever that one is. <laughs> Trials was 1,200 for a very long 1200, time, so yeah. it might still be 1,200. This is just ridiculous. It kind of started the trend of the high-price 
explore mm. title. But holy crap, it sounds like they're actually sort of like I, we, I wondered in my head. It's like where are they going to go with this now? It's like is because the Trials HD was possibly the best the genre has ever seen, and it's like where are they going to go with this? Well, the multiplayer thing was the obvious way to go. They didn't really. They had time trials, didn't they? But they didn't really have proper like. Yeah. Um, not that it's really. Like, it's tricky because it's in the 2D plane, isn't it? Yeah, it's so, not like, really. Proper competition. It's more like. Because you could just get stuck. Well, it's more like time trials. <laughs> it's more like Excite Bike. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like time trials, but you all happen to be on the, on the on screen at the same track. time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That could be really good. That could, be, fun, that, that could be like a, a space thing, filler for the year, I suppose, while we wait for some good games to come out. It does look mean, fun, <laughs> but the, the price puts me off. Yeah, I, I don't like paying that much money for a twelve hundred is quite a lot for a game that could potentially, you know, I get um, bored of. <laughs> <laughs> I could potentially get bored of within a few hours. No, I know what you mean. It's it's a risk, isn't it? These days, actually, with live arcade titles, I used to, I kind of miss the concept of them making just small bite sized games. If you mm. know what I mean, like. I'm, I'm tempted to pick up Assault Heroes, which isn't the best example of, like, x blah. don't get me wrong, but it's 400 points for a bite-sized shoot-em-up, and it's like, that to me sounds perfect. It's like, right, nice, pli- nice price point, probably going to get the amount of time I expect out of it. Pretty good. Don't get me wrong, I think there are, there are games out there that are perfectly priced. Outland for 800 points, I think, is, a, is dead on what it should be, because that took me a long time to finish. It took me, like, six, maybe seven hours of play to get through. Which works out at my budget rating of seven odd pounds to eight hundred points, you know, pound per hour rating as being bargain, two thumbs fresh. Yeah, but you don't yeah. even play like miniature games on Steam or whatever. No, I really should. I have more than I've played. <laughs> oh well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> as is the rule on Steam. Piles of installed. I mean, speaking of which, I saw that I, I really like the look of really big sky. That released on Steam recently <laughs> because you're insanely into, into bullet hell I'm for some reason. I'm into bullet hell at the moment. I love it. Play more Jamestown. Let's all four of us play. We should Town. totally play four player Jamestown while we've got four potential players that may actually play it. <laughs> yeah, that game just looked pretty fun. Jamestown is awesome. Everyone buy Jamestown. <laughs> make make we've more said games. That so many times on this podcast. It's my favourite bullet hell of recent. <laughs> It's the only hell of recent times, and then there were some more that happened after. True, yeah. There are some on Xbox. Treasure still made them, don't they? And Cave. They still make the old one. If only we had actual arcades. Yeah, and the problem is they're all kind of vertical, aren't they, like, is the thing, and they don't translate well to home machines when they go vertical. Well, mm. unless you can sw- switch it to horizontal and then play well, the a- monitor. Well, yeah, unless un- unless they can actually use the entire screen like Jamestown does, where it's still a vertical shooter, but it presents itself for widescreen, yeah. which is nice. So yeah, bye Jamestown, bitches. <laughs> I keep saying this. I'm going to make sure this gets tagged in every podcast. <laughs> like, and, yeah, basically. Until it becomes like best-selling game in the world. Yeah. Beverly Bow. Beverly Bow. Play Jamestown. Bow. <laughs> oh, it's still not quite the end. Yeah, so we've got like five minutes to talk about shit. Any, uh, any more skeptic? I'm hungry. Wait, skeptic? This is give us hungry. Yeah, what are you oh, going yeah. to eat? <laughs> yeah. I presume we've already talked about that before, but the, the HD re- remake of Jet Set Radio. You're going to uh, eat We have mentioned that. That was in the, no, that's happened in the last week. So, oh, was it? Yeah. Yes, that's news! <laughs> Let's go back two hours. News! Uh, yeah, Jet Set Radio HD, which is a remake of the Dreamcast original. Probably also not going to have the soundtrack. 
No, again, <laughs> it's been rumoured that they can't get hold of because that does have a lot of license stuff. Mm. It's, I think it's likely that some of the um, uh, that the Hideki Nakanuma stuff, Naganuma, sorry, will uh, still be about because you know he kind of worked for Sega for a long time. But then again, they used like samples and shit. Yeah, that's another whole other problem. Basically, that game will be ruined if they if most of the soundtrack got. Well, yeah, what are they going to do? Because there's the other things, aren't they? Like, uh, I forget, there's that Japanese band in it. I don't know, mostly Japanese. <laughs> Very specific. But there's that, what is it, Vader, Guitar Vader. Yeah, that one. Because um, they, they might not be able to get the licensing for that anymore. It's like, yeah, it could be a it could be a nightmare. Because they couldn't get the licensing for Crazy Taxi. Yeah. So they had to replace all the Offspring soundtrack with something else, which probably isn't a bad thing. Yeah. Well, as long as it fits... I mean, and in theory, you could just play your own music while playing it anyway. True, true. You could just put the uh, Radio Future <laughs> exactly, soundtrack yeah. on it, and then I guess that is one. Of the, that is sort of the solution to that problem on the Xbox. Just download the MP3s and put but them on you, your you Xbox. know what the real solution would be is make another Jet Set Radio. <laughs> just make a new one. Yes, because damn, that game is sweet. Okay, it's not really. It's not, it was never really about the gameplay, was it? Well, me? the original wasn't that. Wasn't that great? <laughs> no, and, and to be honest, it's it fucking difficult to play. And to be honest, when you think about it, the sequel, was quite flawed in many ways because it was just that was quite a lot easier. It was <coughs> like, well, yeah, that was it was the classic thing with Jet Set Radio, where it's like the first one was too complicated, and the second one they simplified it too much. Yeah, it's like doing the awesome stick motions to do spray painting was kind of cool, but it was actually really annoying. When the but cops when they... caught up with you, and you're like, "This is the last bit of graffiti on the level, and every cop is here." Yeah, it's like, well, how the fuck do I get them to move on? But then in future, it was just like mash button. Yeah, just hold down trigger while you go past it, and it will spray for you. And it lost something in that, but partly because you lost the cool. Beer, beer. <laughs> Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, that was the best part of spraying shit. Uh, Sega have kind of, with the with the exception of their return to form with Sonic, <laughs> yeah, Sega are kind of losing points for me at the moment because they ruined Monkey Ball. That happened before Sonic, and that happened a long time ago. That happened <laughs> That's with, not recently. That happened with Wii Monkey Ball. You know, they started going downhill from there. But they're taking their. What I mean by this is they're taking. They're either publishing shit movie games. Which now seems to be Sega's bag. Oh, Battleship, that's gonna be funny. Oh my god, yeah, Battleship. <laughs> seriously, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> a game of a movie of the game that has nothing to do with, with the anything. actual game. <laughs> so retarded. Because there was that rumor, like that's like t- Street Fighter, the movie, the game yeah, of the movie. <laughs> that actually got made, though, didn't <laughs> yeah. it? That, that was, got made. That, that exists. Funny. It's retarded. Pixelated junk toy play down. Exactly. <laughs> But there was that rumour a few years ago that they were going to do an Asteroids movie. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> and that would have been a sweet game. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been really funny. You'd just be like Armageddon, but in space or something. <laughs> yeah. There's loads of retirement movies, like a Pac-Man movie and things like that. And they were going to do a Crazy Taxi movie at one point. That could actually work, though. But then it was already been done and it was called Taxi <laughs> yeah I guess <laughs> or any of the other ridiculous card pretty sure the game was based Fast on the film <laughs> loosely without any branding and wasn't French and quite so much swearing oh man if it, yeah Taxi although it's a French film that is a great film <laughs> that's a good qualified foot there it was French but I like it <laughs> you gotta you can't be careful I mean, I, I mean French is usually a bad thing <laughs> that's true <laughs> Unless it's got Ubisoft on it, it's usually a markdown. So I've got 60 seconds to wrap this up. <sighs> yep, that was good. Good times. Can you mark down Sega for anything else? 
Not it's making it's consoles cool. anymore. Yeah. Boo. Hang <laughs> more arcades for some reason. Yeah, so you can do lots of money. <laughs> 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 yeah, so welcome, welcome, <laughs> welcome to the end. <laughs> welcome to the end of the episode fifty-two. Is it of the Soundcast? Something like that. Fifty-two. We've been going. We've got a year 52. of casts. Sort of. Fifty-five in weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Fifty-five. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Thank you for to our special guests for being here. Too. Special guests. Special guests. <laughs> for being mighty special indeed. Um, sorry to Dan for not being here and us doing this anyway. Ha. And take the time again. Yeah, we do that. <laughs> and uh, I hope to catch you next time. Say bye. 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 <laughs> the party popper. <laughs>